Welcome everyone to episode 48 of the Looks Like a Movie podcast. My name is Kevin. I'm here with Doug and Owen. And today we're talking about our most anticipated movies of 2024. But of course, we can start with what we watched this past week. Owen, do you want to go first this week? Yeah, sure. Last night I watched Peggy Sue Got Married, which is Francis Ford Coppola's movie with uh, got Nick Cage in there. Um, very small role with Jim Carrey. It's kind of like a time travel movie. Uh, very bizarre. It came out like a year or two right after Back to the Future. So kind of riding those tales of like time travel, um, high school. Very fun movie. I also rewatched all of the Matrix movies. And I watched the first two Godfathers. I then also rewatched John Dealman. And I think that's it. Oh, I did rewatch. I watched rewatched Poor Things in theaters again. But that's been my year so far. Who, um, who plays the the titular Peggy Sue? The titular Peggy Sue, you ask, is um, she's really great. Kathleen Turner. Okay. Who, um, has been around is, for a while. Is she the one who's in uh, Serial Mom? The, yes. Yeah. The yeah, yeah. Okay. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's a that's a cool cast. So yeah, she's really good. Um, but it's yeah, really good movie. I recommend checking that out. Barry Miller is like really um in it as well. He's in some other stuff as well. But um good, good, good Coppola. Top definitely um one of his better movies. Um in a lot of like a, in a filmography of really great movies, it's yeah. definitely one that you like should check out. Um, but like there's so many of them to check out, so it's like hard to yeah. to say. That, yeah. we'll that's do, a good we'll do that's an a episode on that. Like yeah, we'll do an line, episode on it. For sure. Um, for sure. Right. Down the line. Um, as yeah. as we do for all of his movies. <laughs> yeah, that's um, one of those where it's like that's that's episode worthy for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, um, I also didn't have the the biggest week, I guess. I on New Year's I watched both Phantom Thread and The Social Network. The Social Network I wanted to like cap the year off because I realized this past year I didn't really like rewatch a lot of my favorite movies. Like I was watching so much new stuff that I was like, sometimes you just gotta like like I gotta remind myself what my favorite movies are. And I was like, the social network kind of like fits the New Year's vibe. Um yeah, you know, it's still still one of my favorites. Um I watched Boat Revive for the first time, which I got a criterion for and oh, watched man. that as my first movie of 2024. Really good. Probably will rewatch it sometime maybe even this year again. I don't know. I really liked it. Um I watched Collateral as I continue my little oh, man. Michael Mann, my little Michael Mann binge. I will will be getting through all of those, you know, hopefully sooner rather than later. Um, I saw Night Swim in theaters, which, as we were just discussing before recording, we had planned on doing a Night Swim episode. It's looking like that will not be the case anymore. So I apologize <laughs> to all the Night Swim truthers who might have all seen it this past weekend and, um, and really want to listen to us talk about it. That probably won't happen. But if you want a quick summary, um, it is a PG-13 horror movie. It's <laughs> it's not very scary. Um, it It is possibly fun if you go into the movie with like, a group of friends and you know you're just going to make fun of it i i can see the potential for a good time but even for me as somebody who was trying to enjoy it as a like once i realized the movie was bad i was like okay can this be like so bad it's good like can i have fun with this and even then i was still pretty bored it's like weirdly the whole first hour of the movie is kind of about baseball and it's not really a horror movie which is not in the trailer at all like it's the the haunted swimming pool movie but it's actually about baseball because the the main dad played by Wyatt Russell is like a 
like a former MLB player. I forgot why um, Russell was in that movie. <laughs> yeah, and Carrie Condon's in it, fresh off her Oscar nomination, by the way. Like, literally yeah, first yeah. movie she's done after being nominated for an Oscar. Crazy. That's what, that's what um, happens when you give uh, the Oscar to, um, to Jamie Lee Curtis. Jamie Lee Curtis. Yeah. <laughs> that's a whole different podcast topic. Yeah, um, you know, Night Swim, not, not all that great. Um, and then I watched Good Grief yesterday. Um, with Charlie also, Brown? Charlie, good grief, Charlie Brown. <laughs> good grief, Charlie Brown. Oh, uh, Charlie Brown. I wonder if that's a re- it's not a reference. Um, it's yeah, it's like the what is his name? Dan Dan Levy. Um, it's his directorial debut. No, not Sean Levy. Dan Levy. Um, his directorial debut. He also stars in it. It's you know also pretty forgettable. Early is it a new? Is it a 2024 year. release? Yeah, it just came out on streaming like two days ago. Um, Kill the people. Is it better yeah, than Night Swim? Yeah, for me, yeah. Like that's it's a very low bar. Okay. Um, those two, those two are really, you know, one, one, as the year goes on, they will both find themselves toward the bottom of the list. Yes, but, sir. Shout out um, Dan Lucky. Yeah, what can you do? Anyway, Another Doug, pod, what did you yeah. what did you watch this week, Doug? Before we get started, Doug, you are not speaking Doug, right now, Doug. <laughs> Doug muted himself without knowing. We're leaving, that, we're leaving that in the podcast. I forgot so I muted myself. <laughs> I watched uh, Ludwig Requiem of a for a Virgin King, which is uh, okay. Let me let me explain for a second. Uh, which is a um, Hans Jürgen uh, uh, Cyberberg uh, film uh, names. Who's like a German filmmaker? Uh, I, I watched it because and I want to watch his three most popular films, which are he made this uh, biography autobiography of uh, Ludwig II. Um, he made a, a, an adaptation of Mahler's uh, Parsifal, and then he made a biography of Hitler. Um, and they're all three like these uh, live cinema, as Francis Ford Coppola would say, at films that all uh, take place on a soundstage. Um, completely on a soundstage and where all the sets are just rear uh like rear screen rear projector rear screen projected is what it's called um it's interesting uh they look kind of cool uh it's hard to find his films in good quality um yeah i watched that uh and then i watched took a couple days off and i watched public enemies with owen <laughs> oh um, that's that's oh, I part of my I michael Mann bench as well yeah, that we watched Public Enemies. Movie. I did not hate that movie. I liked that movie. Just because I gave it three and a half stars and you <laughs> gave it four stars, dude. Like what it's a big yeah. Um, I hate that movie. No, it's, it's a, a well, worst Michael Man. Might be worse, Michael Man. I don't I mean that's a that's a bad it might be it's my least favorite Michael Man I've seen. I don't know if that means it's the worst many, Michael Man. How many are you up to now? I've seen, seen eight of his films. Okay. I haven't seen a couple big ones, like The Insider or Manhunter, but I, I do want um, to watch both of those, yeah uh yeah it's my least favorite i've seen but it's good it's like i don't know i okay my biggest thing with public enemies and i was telling this to devin after we watched it was that another devin oh, shout out oh my gosh we gotta st- we gotta stop we gotta stop we gotta stop <laughs> uh, future guest future guest devin um uh all of the casting like every single casting decision in public enemies is so bizarre it was hard for me I to click it. into it's the film so, i love the like, every it's like, it is, it's a collection of like a lot of guys that we like but um or that i like at least but then it's like they're all the weird roles and there's so many of them i'm like what the fuck <laughs> like all no, the I think, from top i to love bottom. how like channing tatum's in the movie for like one minute 
I just no, literally, so. any any movie's better when Channing Tatum's in it, which is something we're gonna mention. <laughs> he on literally this podcast, he shows up, way, get but... he gets chased, and then Christian Bale just shoots him and kills him, and then he's not yo. I haven't seen the movie. It happens in like the first five minutes. Of the movie. <laughs> yeah, okay. It's literally like just a cameo. It's just literally he's like running in a field. How does it, it stack up against his uh, bullet train cameo? <laughs> Uh, I don't even remember movie. his bullet train cameo. His bullet train cameo is the only good part of that movie. Yeah, I mean, um, it's the best. Like, I will say you, that's what I'm saying. You could put Channing Tatum in a movie and instantly. <laughs> yeah, but Channing Tatum in Public Enemies is really good, though. Um, yeah, like, yeah. Getting like the 30 seconds. Is, yeah, he does a good uh, dying chasing thing. And then I watched <laughs> First Cow last night, uh, oh, which first uh, might be the best movie uh of this decade if we're gonna if we're counting as a 2020s release um no which but no is, five star well i need to rewatch it that's the thing kevin okay. Nikos. um so i'm not a reactionary yeah, I really like when you use my government name on the podcast <laughs> oh, sorry. <by> the <laughs> sorry i mean it's okay like it's out there for everybody you know it's not like a hidden thing it's just i feel like that's a, that's a big that's a big doug habit is to address me i know i name. know it's i i know i'm sorry <laughs> i would okay. do it to owen but i don't know how to say his last name and he's never told me um, <laughs> are you discovering this on the podcast after no. a year of us doing this together this is boom um we're gonna keep it that way <laughs> it's a mystery for all the listeners oh, um, but yeah, yeah i i'm very excited to watch first cow for those who know about my kelly Riker obsession i i'm saving first cow for last because that was kind of the i guess the biggest movie of her career thus far which is kind of crazy yeah. considering well, it was it's a very small movie, movie but um so it got um, like pretty good distribution um yeah uh, it did not get nearly as much awards play as it should have. Granted, the 2020 Oscars were fucking... Right. Oh, would yeah. it have been the 2021 Oscars? And it came out in 2019 or 2020? So, festival debut, 2019, then uh, American release, 2020. So, I don't know. Okay, so it probably would have been the 2021 Oscars, which that would be a little bit more competitive because those 2020 Oscars are the ones that were like the, Oh no, actually I guess it was the 21 Oscars that were the ones impacted the most by COVID because it was the movies from 2020, which was the bad year. Yeah. Um, we're tenant one. So. Best picture. Yeah. <laughs> right. Um, well, it was like um, no man. There's no right? Madland. Yeah. No Madland. Madland yeah. One. yeah. Which is not like the worst that, thing that, in the world. Yeah, considering just a bizarre, but, just to give yeah. like a very bizarre pick regardless. Right. Um, better um, than, uh, I haven't seen Nomadland, but I imagine it's better than um, uh, what's it called? The Apple movie. Um, Coda? Oh, the yeah, Coda. Of... Oh, yeah. I like Coda more, if we're being honest. But, okay, um... I like Coda. It's just Coda. It's such an insignificant. No, I, well, I think I yeah, I think when you're comparing the two in terms of like this is the you know the the highest award that's given out all year, it's definitely a little bit silly for it to be going to Coda. Like Nomadland is maybe a little. You know, but I, I enjoy Coda more. Anyway, uh, is there anything okay. else on your list, Doug, or are we ready to get started? Um, ready to get started to talk about the, yeah, the future, gonna, like Owen, yeah, Owen, about, Owen hinted. Uh, forty-five what? movies. So just to just to <laughs> set it up, we've got a list of forty-five movies. Most of these are movies that we're excited for, but we've kind of thrown in a few movies that are just kind of you know popular, big discussion topics that that maybe we're not as excited for but we're gonna cover and we're gonna do this in a, in a little bit of a rapid fire format not not as much as uh previous rapid fire episodes we we've got two minutes for each movie so we can talk about them without 
too much pressure, but I have our list of 45 movies shuffled up and ready to go. So Owen and Doug will not know what movie is coming next as we go through all of these. I know uh, what's coming next. We're starting with a, a big one, The Luck of the Shuffle, one of the biggest. Oh, I thought that was the our, movie. I was like, I first, <laughs> <laughs> no, so our first so movie we're going to start talking Patrick's about here release? is Dune 2. Oh, um, fuck. Major, major release coming out in March. Um, I am very excited for Dune 2, which I will hint at later in the episode. But um, yeah, I mean, Dune 2 was my most anticipated movie of last year before it got pushed Yeah, back. it almost so seems like, like about damn time. Like, uh, yeah. I'm almost getting it's tired of this shit. It's about damn time. Like, uh, it seems like we should have got this movie seven months ago. Um, yeah, it's kind of almost, just... it almost seems like that's what should have happened. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Something about, something about <laughs> almost, the feeling. I oh, just like, yeah. I'm excited, but it's like, I'm just kind of like, come You're on. You're past like, it now? No, I like, it's just like, it's so like, I just feel like they're going to keep pushing it back. I don't even want to believe it. It's like, uh, one came out so long ago, dude. Like, the like first thing came out so like, long ago. No, like, I'm excited to like read an album release part, when though. you know that bitch is going to push it back. You know, so I'm not even excited because I know they're gonna. I'm not like it's like no, not the I don't, same it's thing not as that, that is a Kanye exclusive <laughs> problem, Owen. That is not a thing no, that happens with other. <laughs> yeah, Dune Two is just like the next Kanye album to me. I I, can't I do get think excited it's about out release March. date. I can't get excited about. No, I know it's gonna come out in March, but I'm just they just keep pushing it back. So I I just am numb to this at this point. I'm excited for I, Dune Two. I like Dune One a lot. I think it's. Yeah. I think we're kind of in. I think we're quietly in a sci-fi renaissance even if rebel moon was yeah. bad um uh, i get really, so. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I said even if i didn't say yeah. even though so i'm saying okay, like, Doug, all right well <laughs> um you always right. be hating i, I mean the, yo, the first your name is owen hates movies the first one was my favorite or i guess your favorite like, Dune? D- Dune and Titan were my two favorite <laughs> movies of that given year. Like they were the two big ones. What so year? like the bar I don't what, what was it? Twenty the year 2019? Whatever year it was. Dune. I mean Dune 2 is gonna rock. Uh we have hit two minutes. Let's move on <laughs> to our next one. Jur number two, the new oh, Clint shit. Eastwood movie. Um, uh, how do we feel about this? I've one? never seen it. Clint Eastwood direct. Wait, I think I maybe. Yes, you have. You've never <laughs> seen a movie directed by Clint Eastwood. I don't you haven't seen American Sniper. That seems like it would be big in your house. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I don't. Um, I don't. No, no, no Gran Torino. No Million Dollar Baby. Nothing? Oh, I did see Gran Turismo. Okay. That's not <laughs> um, I uh, no. Um, uh, juror number two. I forgot there's a timer. Juror number two. Uh, I'm excited for this movie because it is a movie directed by a 92 year old auteur. Um, yeah. uh, and uh, the the premise seems interesting enough. Uh, and I like Tony Collette. <laughs> yeah, I have I have a feeling that you know I'm not gonna be in Does love with this date? one. Um, I don't know if we have an exact release date. Uh, I wonder if it'll but, play at festivals or not. I don't know yeah. I mean, if Eastwood. Clint does that. Yeah, I'm not sure. I mean, his more recent movies, I guess, didn't. Um. Big... Yeah, I gotta watch. I gotta catch up on my Eastwood before I'm like have any feelings about anything new. Yeah, I've not. I'm. I'll be honest. I'm not like the biggest fan, but maybe I. I've only seen four of his movies, and you know, big year for uh, Thinkless Holt. I hope he has a bounce back. Yeah, <laughs> a much needed bounce back. Yeah. Well, he's also going to be in Superman Legacy. Do you guys see the the picture that he posted with James Gunn, or that James Gunn posted with him at the 
Is he bald? Superman Studio. No. Uh, <laughs> just because like somebody on somebody on I think it was Threads asked James Gunn. He was like, is, "Has production has production started for uh, Superman Legacy?" And, he, and he posted like, a picture Nicholas with Nicholas Hall. And he's like, yep, we have flights scheduled and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, all right. <laughs> yeah, that guy. Um, okay, we can move on to the next one then. We've Not got sure. Challengers, the new Luca Guadagnino movie starring Zendaya, Mike Faiston, Josh O'Connor. Um, I'm pretty excited for this, to be honest. Uh, like, yeah, I think this is going to be good. Where yeah. are we at with Luca Guadagnino? I... I don't uh, know where the general public <laughs> is at, but I have no reason um, to not be excited for a new I, movie from it. Like I like his movies. Uh, I, I forget like the name of the guy, but it's the it's the same cinematographer that did Call Me by Your Name. I don't think he did Bones and All, so I'm happy that that guy is back. <laughs> right? Is that the where is that the or like the Uncle Mumi guy? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so uh that's like good i i i'm i'm excited for it like i'm not like over the moon about this movie um but i think like when it comes i'm gonna really like it it's just not something yeah. i'm like shaking in my boots to see but i think when it comes up, I, really I, like it. I wonder what the like i wonder how big it's going to be because like obviously zendaya is huge like i wonder if this is gonna like I mean, bigger than bones at all not as big as I, you know what probably his biggest movie to be honest it'll probably be bigger than call me by yeah your name. i feel like a really? lot of people might yeah. end up seeing call this. me by your name is I, mean, kind of, I mean call me by your name is kind of like cultish though yeah right exactly. i mean it was um, also like a best picture nominee it really like was yeah like, big in like film circles but i guess it didn't you know i don't know i don't like i think challengers will probably like rival that but i, I just I I challengers I, is based on like a real thing with like famous people like like famous fictional characters and like uh yeah um, I don't Zendaya know. I don't is know. this this is Zendaya's easily like her biggest like leading role though yeah this is um, Zendaya's like movie star testing the waters thing for the first time I think well I mean she was yeah I like I guess she wasn't the lead in the Spider-Man stuff but obviously those movies are huge yeah but that's um, not that's not and Marvel's stuff. different yeah Marvel's different it's yeah. like, it's like a, Marvel has like a big man. safety net. Yeah, yeah it's it's yeah. like she is in that movie, but like being the second lead in a Marvel movie isn't like and crazy. the third lead yeah. in some of the movies. Yeah, uh, like she's like, not even like she's just his girlfriend for some of it. Like, it's yeah. like so this I is definitely think, like her big yeah. movie for sure. So this is a lot of like somebody next movie. The, oh. Sorry, Doug. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding. You could go. Well, I was just gonna say about um Luca Guadagnino. I think. It might have been, I don't know, I don't need to name drop everybody, but I, somebody said this like uh, a, a while ago, I heard that um, Luca Guadagnino is making like teen, like movies for like teenagers and preteens that uh, are kind of like schlocky that just look really good, that are like shot like real movies. And maybe that's like all we need somebody like him to do, you know? Yeah. Well, yeah. I, I kind of think he's like, I think he's a solid director, but I think him his cinematographer and his actors obviously like, like he's directing his actors <laughs> like obviously he has an involvement in that but i think like his movies are bad like his best movies are going to be when his actors are at their best and their cinematographers are the best not like when he's at his best so right. i'm excited more for challengers because i was just a little, uh, i really like call me your name i was just a little let down by bones and all because i just don't think it's as good mm -hmm. um or like yeah. It's solid. Well, I it's like a, it's a better. high bar. Calling out your name is such an. That's achievement. what I'm saying. Yeah. I'm just saying like that movie's really good. So I just kind of expect him. Once you make something like Call Me Your Name, I'm just gonna be like expect you to be at that level. And when you're not, it's like okay, that's kind of a disappointment. But it's whatever. Yeah. Well, I'm excited. Okay. Our next, next movie? movie is 
Borderlands, directed by Eli Roth. <laughs> um, um, okay, have either of you guys played any of the Borderlands games? I, I played like, Borderlands 2. I also um, played Borderlands 2. I've like, looked around long, at like though. images and like the game, but I haven't played it. I was yeah. I, when granted I was a I was a wee lad when Borderlands 2 came out, but I was <laughs> right. a big fan of it when it yeah. came out. Um and yeah. uh it is a very annoying like like 2014 video game style humor kind of thing. Well there's a guy named Claptrap who's going like wow you just shot me in the head and like shit like that you know <laughs> yeah. like um that sounds uh, like is, is Kate blanchett playing the lead in this movie i believe Kate blanchett is playing the lead because um, some of the other castings scare me the only thing i'm worried about is, is fucking kevin hart yeah like kevin hart uh, but like like jack black makes sense because like there's yeah, gonna yeah, be yeah. like borderlands jack black gonna wants have, to be like, in every stuff, video like... game movie ever yeah. <laughs> also there's like a bunch of um weird um behind the scenes stuff, stuff mm-hmm. for this That's, movie where well. i don't believe eli roth directed the whole thing i think that maybe he stepped back and somebody else stepped up and directed reshoots yeah. or something i don't know all the details i would have to look it up but i think something like that occurred um well, right. i forget eli roth's kind of talked about like just being like in his like he called it his ridley scott era but it's really just him being like i'll take that movie try i'll sure i'll try this so yeah. it's like borderlands is just him like being like sure i'll try this I'll try making a video game movie. Yeah. So who knows what this comes out? I it might like be fun. It'll probably be a pretty movie. big movie. Like yeah. Oh man. I mean, video game movies are really big right now. It's yeah, gonna yeah. it's gonna be big, and I think it's gonna be probably even if it's like not great. I think it's probably gonna be good for Eli Roth's career because it's probably gonna make money. And, yeah. Yeah. And on I mean on the coattails of Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving two he's probably gonna like he's at his highest like point moment right now in his career right now especially yeah. if Borderlands as well um our next movie is a currently untitled movie but it is the radio silence monster okay. project um we don't have a title for it radio silence has previously made scream movies um mm-hmm. yeah how do we I, feel? I've seen images. I don't know. I'm 90% sure this is the movie that I'm, I'm, I've seen some in- images on. And there so, seems to be some like interesting like romance between uh, Melissa Barrera and the monster. Maybe I'm uh, right. mixing up uh, movies, but it seems to be like more than a straightforward monster movie, which I'm interested in. We don't really have too much news. I think I've only seen the screen movies from those guys. I haven't seen Ready or Not. I'm not like they're solid. I think Ready or Not's quite funny. If okay. I'm being, like, I'm just, I, you know, as a yeah, movie, you could probably think, debate if it works. I think it's pretty funny, though. It's hard to really gauge them in something like a studio horror movie right. like, thing where they're like picking up someone else's, uh, you know, franchise and like trying this to. Make will, it like own. this movie will be an important mark. For them, oh, yeah. Really, it definitely like, kind of, of how we feel it's about that. Interesting them, that this sure. is still untitled because this movie's coming out really soon. Like we should yeah, be getting a trailer yeah. for this really soon. That's interesting. Yeah. That there's not even a title. It's a yet. it's a it's a summer release, isn't it? I it's out in April. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. So it, yeah, this, uh, maybe I don't know, but I. It's kind of uh, interesting timing for everything. Yeah, well, right. I think it's. Wait, is get... Angus is Angus Cloud in this movie? That'd be interesting. Um, very weird. Sorry. He's listed on Letterboxd. I don't. Yeah. But if we don't even it's have a title, then I don't know how much of the movie. cast. We don't know a lot about the movie. But yeah. uh, monster movies, bring them back. I mean, we're going to talk about another monster movie later, but like, really, oh, yeah, maybe bro. an interesting year for monster movies if this is halfway solid. 
it's been too long. And by monster movies, we're not talking about God, like kaiju movies. That's a different yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, like, like right. universal kind of like yeah. Wolfman, Frankenstein sort of things. Yeah, um, we're gonna be a, there's gonna be a bad Frankenstein movie that comes out this year, but just in general, it'd be cool to see some good ones. Um, our next movie, I'm interested to see where you guys lie on. I imagine it's not too positive, but next up we have Joker Two, fully fully ado. Who I do? Lady Gaga, I think it's good. And so is Joaquin Phoenix. Yeah, yeah. That, you know what? Great. You can't, I can't argue with that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's literally not even up for debate. Like they're both uh, great. Yeah, oh. I haven't seen Joker since like what the year did it come out? 2019. Okay, um, so I probably saw it a couple I, like, times that year, and then like I didn't watch it since I. I'll be honest. I every time I rewatch Joker, I thought less of it, and even like not rewatching it, I think less of it. Like yeah, as yeah, time I was gonna passes. say that. I think Joker um, for me at least, and I, I guess you too, Kevin. Yeah. It ages badly in the memory. It ages yeah. really badly for a movie that's only been out for four years. It is like quickly declining in terms of my like opinion if of this it. Is um, like, I'm really interested, like how musical it's gonna be. Right, like this I, seems I like really don't might like the like umbrellas of Cherbourg like reference like one shot that we got with the with the umbrellas. I'm like, silly. I think it's um, kind of maybe, maybe. Well, the cast the casting of Lady Gaga too is so silly. I just yeah. like it might be like hey Joe, I who knows it might be like complete shit. But well, maybe like you look bad on Joker, and it's just like Joker Two is just really like fucking stupid and funny. Like it's yeah. like if Joker's like singing, it's like it might just kind of be fun. Like I don't well, know. Well, that's is this going to be like Todd Fields doing um what's Todd, it called? Todd Phillips, please don't. No, Phillips. I'm Todd sorry, Phillips. sorry, sorry. Totally <laughs> worst worst director. Todd Phillips. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Well, is like, do you think this might be Todd Phillips doing like a Texas Chainsaw Massacre Two thing? Yeah, or... like, that's what I'm saying. Like it might be like really fun. I don't. I yeah. don't know. We really don't know much about it, but like. Him saying like it's a musical, Joker mm-hmm. Two is a musical. Like that's that's stupid. Like that's funny. Uh, there are some leaks too that said knows. that the movie is like absurdly violent or something too. So <laughs> right. who knows? I'm, I'm running Gleason. Running Gleason's in it. Um, I think he's just playing like one of the guards at Arkham, but he's probably gonna be a pretty major role because it's like Brendan Gleason, um, yeah. which I I love him so much, and I think him in just like a musical is funny. Um, and just like like a Paddington too, but like violent, <laughs> yeah, sort of thing. Uh, um, who knows though? Yeah, we hit two minutes, but I do want to ask: Do you guys think that Joker Two is going to like dominate the box office the way the first one? Did? Like, do you guys think this is going to be a billion dollar movie? Uh, well, the first I, one's kind of like the most like it's it's a lot of money. I don't think it will dominate as much, but I do think it's going to make money like a lot of money for sure. Yeah. I think that it is so hard to predict the box office now. <laughs> yeah, that's, <laughs> that's true. true. I don't. I just don't see how people don't. I don't think it's gonna return. Like people you know love the, the first you know Joker the generally. Office? Like people, oh, not the you know the budget for Joker two. It's gonna be crazy high. Right? It's yeah. gonna be ridiculous. I mean, it's gonna be higher, like ridiculous for a rated R movie. Yeah, it'll break yeah. that budget like easily. I mean, jo- like we saw oh, yeah. in the trivia episode, Joker is the most successful. Um, like, Did Oppenheimer or cheapest billion it? dollar movie? Oh, cheap. uh, okay. I was, I was talking about R rated movies. I think the yeah, Oppenheimer yeah, yeah. passed it for R rated movies, right? Uh, no, no, I don't no, think it no, did no, no, actually. No. I don't think Oppenheimer's crossed a billion yet. Joker no, made a billion dollars. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Well, I know Joker people was like were like hoping it did, but I, I wasn't sure if it did yet. Yeah. So yeah, Joker. Yeah. I mean, uh, most successful billion rated R movie. So like, yeah. it's kind of a hard thing to yeah. ask. It's hard to replicate, but I do I think it would be successful. It does that, but I do think it's gonna make money. 
Yeah. Um, next up, we have currently the most hated movie in the world in terms oh, of just Argyle. trailer, Argyle. Okay. Here we go. Um, Doug is an Argyle truther. Doug is excited. Ah. This is our, Doug's most anticipated movie of the year. So you well, okay. it's bizarre because I keep seeing these lists where it's like top 10 most anticipated movies of next year. And Argyle always seems to make it on these lists. And I just think that people don't know too many movies that are coming out next year. I because, think we need to remember that film Twitter isn't real life. <laughs> no, but like, who? It's just like this is a trailer that just keeps coming out. Like people like know it exists, and it's like, oh, I don't know ten movies that are coming out next year. I think if you sat your mom in front of the Argyle trailer, they would be like, "That looks fun." No, I yeah. did. That we watched. I, me and my family, and like some of my extended family were in the theaters, and that shit came on. And the only reason anyone was interested in it because my aunt likes Sam Rockwell, but no one else <laughs> cared about that. <laughs> no one else cared about that trailer. Okay. I, I do we have a do we have really, a prediction on who the real agent Argyle Tom is? Cruise. Kind of... Or Ryan Reynolds. They're gonna Tom Cruise. They're gonna Tom Cruise? <laughs> Yo. We, no, but he's gonna uh, cut genuinely... him. Can I say something? Argyle. And I don't mean to be—I don't mean to be harsh, but like at this point, I'll—I'll I'll have had enough of it. If—if if we get to the end of this Argyle movie and the reveal Ryan is that it's Ryan Reynolds, I'm giving it half a star. I like I. Oh uh, yeah. Like I, mean, like, I don't—I yeah. don't need it to happen. When anymore. Ryan Reynolds showed up in Ghosted, it felt like he killed my mom. Like it felt like, it felt like my my my. <laughs> yeah, I mean, listen, I am Ryan really excited for my mom Argyle, but um, it's be. part of the. I've movie. had enough. You guys saw the tweet. It's Argyle's like part of the new uh, bullet train genre of movies. Yeah. The book. kind of my um, worst. There's another movie genre. in that genre that's coming that's coming up on the list later. <laughs> my yeah. thing with Argyle is the trailer opens up with <laughs> uh, Henry Cavill and Dua Lipa dancing, and I'm like, yeah. No, I like the first. I like the first like twenty seconds of the trailer, and then the rest of it happens. I don't um, like any of it. But uh, next up, we have a movie that I know Doug is very excited for: "Memoir of a Snail" from Adam Elliott. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. So here's the thing. Um, I know that we almost didn't put this on the list, but I I, I felt very pa- yeah, passionate I, I about very this. Much needed this on the list because <laughs> nobody is talking about this movie. I feel like most people don't even know that Memoir of a Snail is coming out, or let me rephrase that: that a new Adam Elliott feature film is coming out. Adam Elliott has only made one feature film, and it is Mary and Max that came out 15 years ago. Um, and now he's another one coming out, a feature, a feature Adam Elliott film. This is a big deal. This is huge. This yeah. is like um, this is like also. It's so hard to get new um, stop like stop motion like good stop motion films like a. Uh, it take a lot name? of fucking time and effort. Yeah, it takes so. so much time, dude. And like like um uh, like Henry Selick, we might not get another Henry Selick movie before he dies. It's like this is like you know there aren't that many guys that like we know have made yeah. like amazing stop motion films before. So this is a big deal for me, I guess. And um. Yeah, Memoir of a Snail. I'm, I'm interested. I'll probably Very watch Mary and Max before that comes out. I don't know. Do we have a release date for Memoir of a Snail? No. I don't even know if it's. Yeah. We just found it. On, we were scrolling right, right, Letterboxd yeah. and we like, found it. Um, so that's like, kind of all the information we really know about it. But, <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. I'm, um, I'm excited. No, I mean, listen, Doug's excitement gets me excited. I need to watch Mary and Max for sure. You will um, love Mary and Max. Kevin. I'm sure. Yeah. Sure. I've heard I've heard that it's definitely a, a me kind of movie. Um, next up, we have uh, a big blockbuster Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. We're, we're going back to the Planet of the Apes world. Um, um, I I'm no, not as excited you know because Here, Matt Reeves is not directing it. Here's and my we thing. Have... Who's the guy? Wes Ball. 
Yeah, he's done yeah, the West Maze Ball. Runner movies, which are I'm not... going to see this movie, and the only reason I'm going to see this movie is it's a West Ball test. So I'm going to do a little ball test here. And <laughs> because, because this guy is directing the Zelda movie. So oh, right. I, That's true. I need, That's to show, true. I need to see if West Ball knows ball, and then I'll be more excited or less excited for the Zelda movie, um, barring casting. But like this is important just for like that to me. Um, because I'm more interested in that Zelda movie than this, but I'm gonna see it just because I'm interested in like, right? Is this director half yeah. decent? This but a little, like, this I a get excited test about... for the ball man. Yeah, a little, a little yeah. ball sauce test. I think, um, I think, I think, it I could mean, be good. I get I, excited about like the this world. Like, like at the sure. end of that trailer when he like the like the ape gets up on the thing and like the whole crowd is there. I'm like, this yeah. is cool. Like, it know, looks cause... like The Last of Us or like. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a lot of like. I know he's talked about before, like, he's really into, like, these, like, kind of James Cameron avatar kind of, like, CGI worlds. Uh, like, that's what, like... That's uh, really cool. So, like, I think like that's that. interesting. Like, I think, like, yeah, like, I haven't seen it. Like, I don't, I've seen the Maze. I saw the Maze, but I don't know, like, when it came out or, like, when I was yeah. young. Like, I I know, like, it's not the greatest. I have no... Movies. Yeah, but it's also, like, that was a long time ago. So, who knows? Right. Who knows? And it's also, like, it seems like he's interested in different things. Um, who knows if he's like a total, you know, piece of shit, but like, or just yeah. garbage director, but like, um, I think yeah, two very different things being like, that guy's a piece of shit. <laughs> I kind of meant them I like the same thing, but, yeah. um, we, you know, I don't know. We don't really know yet. Um, but I think what he's Planet interested in, like in terms of the CGI stuff is something interesting. Planet of the Apes is a really interesting, um, uh, franchise because yeah. like there's kind of like infinite potential for like infinite yeah. movies in it like I, have you guys seen the original one or any of the no, old ones i've never well i used to have uh, i used to watch i don't know which ones i've seen but as a kid i had like dvds of them so i would mm -hmm. watch like ones at home but i didn't know what i was watching yeah at the time. i don't know which um, ones I've but seen, I, I have I seen the newer one i just remember seeing a lot of different eight movies growing up but i yeah. i know i've seen a few with james franco in them i don't know which ones i've seen though like i just remember them being on when i was younger but i haven't seen them in like forever it's um, the, the original one came out the same year as 2001 a space odyssey yeah um and it's it is a year for eight. yeah well and it, yeah exactly <laughs> and it's like it's kind of a triumph it's like 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 um it's like really really uh amazing uh yeah. and like and P yeah i don't know I don't know. It's cool that it's like it's cool that this is one of the biggest franchises. Like that a franchise yeah. about like about like apes that like you know. Hey, what I mean? I'm like, pro like, ball. I uh, I hope it rocks. Yeah, I hope it's good. Anyway, uh, our next movie is one that I'm fairly excited for. I don't know about you guys. Uh, Project Artemis, which is apparently going to get the name changed. This is not going to be the name that it ends up with, but it is a code a, name a space, Project Artemis. It's a space rom com with Scarlett Johansson and Channing Tatum. Um, um directed gonna, by the guy gonna, who made love simon yeah <laughs> not gonna take place in space no not gonna take place it's the the background the backdrop of the movie is the uh like apollo 11 moon launch oh, so yeah. um so i don't think it's i don't think it's in space but that's like the backdrop of the movie i like like we said at the beginning of the episode i mean i think channing tatum is literally like the most just like charismatic dude and not like i love him like i mm -hmm. i will watch channing tatum in anything no matter what he does like that shit gets me excited and obviously scarlett johansson is one of the best actors on the planet um ray I, romero know, is in this movie i romano. i think i think this oh, is a, a major go. i think this movie could go one of two ways right because this director greg berlanti like 
for me, oh, I love Love, Simon. The average person does not love Love, Simon as much as I do. Um, so, like, who knows whether this guy can make another good rom-com. Well, who, but also, who, like... I'm trying to look it up. Who wrote Project Artemis? It's, like, this lady, but I can't tell it. Um... Um, the writer is Rose Gilroy, who I think this is her first feature film. Okay, um, interesting. Yeah, but, like, and, you know, it's hard to judge because it's, like, you could just say on paper, like... Channing Tatum, Scarlett Johansson, like great leads for a rom com. Like that should be fun. We watched he was also, but he was just also in The Lost City with Sandra Bullock, like, you know, last year or whatever. And like that movie's fine. It's not very good though. Like he's Wait. still charming in it, but it, you, like you can't just put your faith in that. So Woody Harrelson and Jim Rosh are in this movie. Uh, Who's Jim indeed. Rash? Yeah. He plays, he, he plays the, the principal in community. Right. Um, sorry okay whatever, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> sorry, sorry you've just got on <laughs> no but like i'm you know uh our, we've had our two minutes but I, i'm quite excited for it i don't know if it's what everybody should be excited for but oh. channing tatum rom-com on paper is like my i love movie. scarlett johansson i will uh, be there yeah of course no matter what um next up we have O Canada from paul schrader oh now we're fucking talking we're fucking talking let's give owen the floor i know owen's excited i mean Lordy, uh, Lordy's playing the young version of the Richard Gere character. Um, so we're gonna see some like, uh, you know, present day or just kind of like the present day in the timeline, and then some flashback stuff with a Lordy. I think this is like, who is a Lordy worker now? Coppola, um, and that's it, really. Uh, got Emerald <laughs> Fennel, and like, so like this is like the big. This is like one. Obviously, he's not just, the lead. Oh, okay. But Sorry. like Coppola, I mean Coppola, and then. Uh, Schrader. I think Schrader here is like a really big step for him. I'm really excited for this as like an actor director pairing. Also, just it being the next uh, Paul Schrader movie is awesome. The um, kind of synopsis of the movie sounds like it's gonna be a very sad movie about um, Richard Gere's character, just, like looking back on his past and kind of um, just kind of revealing stuff about his um, past. Um, so I'm very yeah. excited for this. Um, I think this is going to be a big deal. This, I think this is like kind of a lazy like sleeper pick, but I think that if yeah. you were to pick this as your sleeper pick, it would be a, like a safe gamble. I think this is going to be a pretty oh, big deal. And if you're a betting man, this yeah. movie's going to be big. <laughs> um, because like unlike Master Gardener, which didn't have any big names and is about something a little bit more controversial, I think this movie's going to get like people will oh, go yeah. watch a Jacob Elordi movie. Well, also, like, I think that this movie's gonna get like really good distribution. I think like like Neon or A24, like somebody right. like a bigger distributor is gonna like kind of put down yeah. some cash to pick it uh, up. Like, this will definitely find its way on like a top 10 list next year. I just I don't see this is gonna get some on. annoying letterbox reviews. Yeah. <laughs> this is gonna rock. But hey, we're about to introduce a lot of random people to paul schrader um, well paul schrader directed taxi driver let's not get crazy yeah. here and he also well, first he performed yeah. is also like okay. a huge movie but, no, row, row, jacob Elordi stands, jacob stands do not give a shit about who directed taxi driver or not wrote taxi driver well, he wrote taxi they don't driver. Get, they don't give a shit who directed it wrote it even starred in it they, sure. they, they care about one thing and that's a lordy all right so this is time and this is now and yeah. uh oh canada here we go Okay, our next movie is Alien Romulus, directed by Fede oh. Alvarez. Um, All right, buddy. Um, how do we feel? 
cool i'm excited now. for it uh it's yeah. like my masterpiece I, i'm gonna tell you right now it's not gonna be one of the three best movies of the year <laughs> sure but right now, that's like a very high bar top five <laughs> alien movies it, yeah it's not gonna be a top five alien movie but I'm going to be honest, be it doesn't a good have to be. Theater. Yeah, it's yeah. going to be really fucking... That's is my prediction. The, is this the Spainy one, or is that the TV show? Yeah, Spainy's in it. Yeah, um, the t- um, yeah. I don't think we have any casting details on the TV show. Okay, but cool. uh, I'm excited, because I think Spainy is is really great in Priscilla. Um, I don't... I didn't see the Evil Dead remake. I don't think I've seen anything from the director. Um, it's I've like, it's only hard seen for the me, Evil Dead remake. It's hard for me to really root for an alien movie without Ridley Scott. Um, but this movie does have Ridley Scott's like explicit blessing, I will say. Yeah, he's but very. Yeah. I think Evil um, Dead is good. I'm trying to his don't breathe is good as well. Blessing, right? So. Oh, I forgot he did. Don't breathe. Yeah, yeah don't breathe is good. The second one's terrible, but the first one's like quite know, a good horror. Movie. Fetty Alvarez is like a really solid guy. Like he yeah, seems like, like a really like solid a good, studio guy. Yeah, he's not like a piece of shit. Um, no, I have, um, yeah, I don't know. You need, I okay, you need go. to find a different way to talk about directors you don't like. I'm sorry, <laughs> <laughs> it's too aggressive. It's too aggressive. Oh, um, I have to do some catching up on alien stuff, but I, I'd say I'm still pretty excited for this. I guess I would be more excited about it or just like less like sour towards it if like it wasn't like what we were getting instead of like the third alien movie in Ridley Scott's trilogy. Sure. Because yeah. it's like if we got the first two George Lucas prequels and then got like Force Awakens, that's like okay. Right. <laughs> like, oh, that's just, a good. It's yeah. just this. It's this just is gonna bizarre. be or like way more minor than Force Awakens. Yeah, maybe like but... one of the spinoffs, even like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's just uh, I don't know. I I'm excited for it because I like the Alien franchise, but it's also like, I I wish we still got the Alien yeah. Covenant three. This is gonna be a a lot of fun. That's what. Yeah. I'm like. Yeah. Um, our next movie is not certainly coming out in 2024, but probably will be, which is another Yorgos Lanthimos movie, Kinds of Kindness. Yeah, this um, was already shot, right? Yeah. So this is yeah. this has been shot. It like it I it should be coming out this year. Emma Stone is in it again. Like I think they're going to capitalize yeah. off of the yeah. success and really push this movie out. Like Emma um, Stone's. Emma Stone, Jesse Plemons, Hong Chu, Willem Dafoe, Joe Alwyn, Marty Foley, Kiki Palmer, Hunter Schaefer. The cast rocks. Hunter um, Schaefer, Jesse Plemons. Yeah. It's, so, it, like, uh, this it's, is going to be a good movie. The description <laughs> is tell three separate stories with the cast playing different characters in each. Um, so like a little yeah. anthology with like a little, yeah. the coolest I mean, this, people in the world. This is Doug just finding out about this movie live on the podcast? Did, yeah, no. Did uh, Doug not know Hunter about Schaefer, this movie? Hunter Schaefer, Yorgos movie. Here we go. Here we go. This is going to yeah. rock. Uh, a contemporary um, film set in the US. Three different stories with four or five actors who play yeah Yo! like this is gonna be a good <laughs> ass movie yeah, and no. it's coming right off the back of Porth. like this could be mm-hmm. like yeah uh again like kevin said we don't have a release date but like it's Yo, already just shot, so... into skinny and bold in this i'm looking at set photos <laughs> margaret quality's been like Yo, Willem Dafoe is all fucking. He has that shit on. Anyways, yeah, bro. Yeah, oh my no. god, yeah, I'm yeah, excited this for this. Gonna be good. There's this one, um, and then I know there's another one we might talk about. Is we're talking about the other one later, or other Yorgos? I, your, oh, other Yorgos movie. Yeah, there's I know one more. there's like multiple ones he's shot. Like he's shot. Oh, I think like right. so. Like we don't really have this is the one most we have. I think this one is the one we have the most information on. But those like he just kind of shot a bunch of shit with Emma Stone um 
So like Emma Stone's just gonna be in every movie ever as <laughs> now. Yeah. It seems like, but like, which is a lot great. Of, like, it seems like we're just seeing a lot of Yorgos, and this one seems awesome. Like I love so many people in this movie. Um, yeah. You know, Joe Alwyn. I, I have Billy, full faith. Billy in this Lynn movie. fame. Like, like if, uh, we're talking about save, if we're talking about <laughs> safe, if we're talking about safe, there we go. There we go. <laughs> no, but if we're talking about safe locks, this is gonna be a great. Oh yeah, movie, like we a safe lock um, is like a movie I'm gonna be hell excited about till the day. Yeah. Comes out. Speaking yeah. of movies that one person on the podcast in particular is extremely excited about, uh, next up is Ballerina, starring Ana de Armas. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, about, don't make me do this. Well, you are doing it because Emerald we're on Fennel. a podcast. This, this film, Ballerina, Emerald is Fennel. written by Emerald Fennel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, I don't know, man. I don't know. It's, oh, it's, um, it's, and it's written more, by Shay Hatton. And it's the more I look into it, the, yeah, the more I look into it, the more I'm it. like, <laughs> it's, it's so hard to get really optimistic about Ballerina. The Continental Show, which is the first John Wick spinoff, was bad. This is going to be the second John Wick spinoff. <laughs> and yeah, it, it grants it, it stars one of my favorite actresses, uh, contemporary actresses. Yeah. Um, I, I like Ana de Armas a lot. Uh, I just need her to be in something that's fucking like really good. Um, yeah. It's actually uh, shocking how much love you have for her, considering how <laughs> often she is <laughs> appearing. Oh, in she lets movie. you down, man. <laughs> no, it's like, because she has the sauce, bro. And it's like, she's so. I'm not she's denying like, it. It's just... she's like good and stuff like she's a, she i like her in movies that are bad like you know like yeah um, i get what you're saying it's just i it's feel just... like i feel like it's like falling apart in front of your eyes i know like it is falling apart right in front of my it's like I'm you're, so, it's like you're so holding invested. on to a high school crush while you're about to get married you know like, <laughs> <Yeah>. like, <laughs> no it's just like i don't want to be weird about it but it's like i'm just very invested and it's like every time i'm like oh my god on a diarmus movie this is gonna be awesome and it's like fuck dude come on. <laughs> <laughs> this, yeah. and it, uh, this one it's like i i want to be optimistic animal. about it but it's, it's like right come yeah, no, but I, imagine... like, I think that's funny that I don't think Emerald Fennel is a good director, but like it's always like the like, what's the Emerald Fennel director movie that she didn't write? And this is a movie that she didn't direct, but she wrote, you know, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, even worse. let's um, go. Yeah, probably won't be good, but um, <laughs> you know, we could see. I, I know Doug is also excited for the next movie up, which I does have a much better chance of being good Terrifier 3. Uh, oh, I forgot this. Is, yeah, this is, uh, this is a December right? release uh, yeah. this year. Terrifier it's three, we all saw maybe? Terrifier two. Um, yes, I still haven't watched the first one. I, maybe I will, but I I'm don't. I'm going to. Want to. <laughs> Listen, I, I, I was not brave enough to see Terrifier two. I let my friend down who wanted to see it in theater. He went and saw it by himself because I was too scared. Um, I ended Man. up watching the movie anyway online with you guys. Um, <laughs> I as I expected, was terrified, which is weird because, you know, whatever, we can have that. We've had that conversation before. Um, like, I'll, I'll see this one in theaters. I'll, I'll be oh. there. I will watch it. I will maybe be I like scared. that it's Christmas themed. <laughs> yeah. I love the poster that where he's like, what, like skin Santa Claus. It comes out on Christmas. Oh, wow. I believe. Yeah. yeah. Um, Do we know how much bigger this budget is? Than terrifier. I'm gonna, I, I, because they were killing babies, so they got they, yeah. they got dropped. So like, I'm assuming <laughs> that the budget is was like a, a magnitude larger than Terrifier two, uh, but then I'm also assuming that like they they lost some support because Damien Leone refused to compromise on his vision, which is 
you know, killing babies or whatever. Right. Like, <laughs> oh, it's, yeah. What not a saying, yeah, I mean, it's <laughs> fucked up, but it's like, but it's also it's like, 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 have you seen the movies? No, I yeah, like, I think I'm a <laughs> listen, I like Terrifier 2 a lot. I think it's like not even just like, oh, it's transgressive and whatever, because like he kills kids in it or whatever, but it's like, I think it's so fun. I think it's, I think that like some of the violent gags in it are really funny. I think that uh, Art the Clown is a funny, is a funny like, like horror icon. The guy that plays him is really good. Uh, I think yeah. Damien Leone, uh, he has he has a vision, and I think it works. And there's a place for this in the culture. You know yeah. what I mean? So I'm excited yeah. for it. Yeah. Um, our next movie on the list. It's funny that it's happening in this order because we'll be talking about somebody related to this director later. But um, our next movie is The Watchers, which is the directorial debut from uh, Ishana Knight Shyamalan. Do we have we have cast Wait. news on this? Dakota um, Fanning. Some, Dakota Fanning. Right. I knew there was someone in it. In it. Um, yeah, I, we don't yeah. really know too much about it. Um, oh, and George Campbell, who plays the girl in... Uh, Georgina Campbell. Georgina, sorry, Georgina <laughs> Campbell, who plays the girl in... Uh, um, oh, okay, cool. Um, yeah, I mean, I will be there day one. I'll support it. Right. Um, we, don't, we don't really know too much about it. So Listen, and this, and house this is we, a very cool... It's a very cool thing that's... Ha- like I said, we'll be talking yeah, about... Yeah, this is, um, this is our generation. Sophia Coppola. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. cool that they yeah. both, it's so, it's cool that both her and her father um, have a movie coming out. In it's the same cool year. Like, that awesome like <laughs> he's working with like all of his children, like all yeah. uh, you know, um, we'll talk about that in a bit, right? <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I, great dad, all time dad, um, on the outside looking in. <laughs> yeah, I do. We know anything about like what happens in this movie? It's based on know? a book. It's based on a book. I'm pretty sure. It's like um, it's like people oh, like Anton Cassavetes. It's like people stuck in a forest, right? Something like that. Oh, been there. Done it's like that. it's like a three strain. Oh. It's like like a movie with like it's a small movie. Yeah, cast is small. I think it's like people yeah. stuck in a forest um, somewhere. Three strangers um, and watched by mm. mysterious creatures each night. It seems interesting. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, listen, we're pro. We're we're big M Night fans, and that reaches out to the M Night's kids. Uh, right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, but I'm interested. Like, I'm I'm really interested in seeing it and and um, kind of. I guess like how not how good it will be just like but like you know as a kid of someone that like I think is like very fucking good and obviously they have like a close working relationship so uh let's just see how much that like leaks over obviously like she'll be interested in different things but I'm sure there's like some of his kind of uh fascinations yeah. that I mean they've both directed episodes over. of that TV show right Yeah which is really like which also like, like worked that's like, so wrote, I might such a good dad dude. I remember watching <laughs> yeah. this I remember watching this um Instagram live stream and it's like her and and M Night and M Night's like all right when are you going to send over those notes you know I need the I need the script I need the new updated script and I just think that their relationship and their working relationship is so close that there's um, going to be some obvious like M Night isms in this movie. Maybe yeah. not like it feels like exactly an M Night movie. Also, you're going to feel like it's her movie, but definitely there's going to be stuff that I'm going to love. That's just because I like I love M Night so much. Yeah. Um. Our next movie. Speaking of directors you love, In the Lost Lands, directed by Paul oh, Thomas yeah. Anderson. Okay. Um, this shit is going to rock. This is um. It's based on a short story or it's an adaptation of a short story by from George R R Martin, who did um mm-hmm. uh, that big show um and it's that big show elden ring is what you're thinking of Uh, oh yes this big show elden ring starring kit harrington um so (laughs) yeah no this is gonna rock this is one of the most anticipated movies of the i had no idea dave batista was in this until right now yeah so big big like dave batista movie um this might who knows um we don't really have much information about it 
um we we have some but like in terms of like release and like trailer and like images we don't really have any but um who knows how big it is going to be because like it's paul ws anderson but i do think like in terms of like very niche um internet communities i think this is going to be really big <laughs> can we really... can we anticipate it to be like the perfect uh bait movie for this year for you the way that skinnamarink was where it's going to be on bait? the bottom of most people's list oh, and right. be able to make a bunch yeah. of tiktoks about how much you like well, it uh, i think uh, <laughs> I, I don't know but people, are people like george r, r. martin so much like yeah right. but people don't like okay. paul w.s anderson yeah but I think, that's what i was suggesting not the george r, r. martin thing but, but that's a good that, point like, but a lot of the criticism with um paul w.s anderson it's like his biggest movies is like their adaptations that aren't faithful oh well that might also hurt him here i don't know yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah but if people really like george r. r martin and he sways any way different yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. So, i it's really hard to predict on um, like a director that normally most people don't like um that and people that are like really into but him. you've like, never seen a movie from him that you dislike right no but i just i so i'm so that's the thing i was like i'm totally like 100 like i'm excited for this i think it's gonna be like one of the best movies of the year um i just don't know how much people are talking about it or care um but like dave yeah. batista i love i talk about him all the time i think he's so good in knock at the cabin i want to see him yeah, bitch. i just yeah right. she is like in every one of uh paul w sanderson movies she rules she um, rocks he's like the ultimate like a badass like female lead um in terms of like action movies and these like kind of budget um she rules so like i this cast i think is gonna rock i in terms of like the kind of being a georgia r martin adaptation that rules i think it's awesome there was so like i know doug you talked about like he did a lot of this in um like the game engine like the in terms of the background yes. stuff yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, which really interesting i'm really interested to see like what it looks like in terms of like i think this is really interesting like kind of uh artistic decision and creative decision in terms of like the tech that he's using um so i do think it's going to be like a really interesting uh movie that will probably be one of the better of the year yeah um our next movie on the list is a bit of a silly one uh the idea of you which has anne hathaway and nicholas Galitzine in it? I don't know how to say his Oh, last oh and um, he's like he a, he's formerly the star, star of Red, White, and Royal Blue. Yeah, he's a yeah. he's a pop star and she has just split up from her husband and, and yeah. falls in it's love. It's like a Harry Styles fanfic or something. Yeah, pretty much. That's what that's like what it's based on. And Michael <laughs> yeah, Showalter yeah. is directing it, who made The Big Sick, which is a rom com that a lot of in people like. In the Eyes of Tammy Faye. Um, yeah, the Eyes oh. of Tammy Faye I didn't love as much, but like it got some awards I, attention. I remember like, the big stick being fun. I think it'll be fine. Like it's gonna be like a fun little movie yeah i think this could be cool she's on she's on like a run of playing some fun characters if this is like as fun as it sounds because her character and eileen she gets to do uh a lot with as well is anne hathaway the most attractive woman to ever live <laughs> ever live is um, can we start a dialogue <laughs> listen I, for the longest time I, she's she's probably been like my longest running like movie star crush uh ever so i wouldn't like debate you on that um, i'll debate you on that oh <laughs> <laughs> um, uh she rocks she's so good i think this could be fun i don't know like this could be like very easy like straight to streaming garbage like one of the uh, worst movies of the year the, but, uh, have you guys seen the still that was released yeah, yeah. for this it's so silly like, yeah <laughs> i, I think it's gonna be like a really fun movie that's fine right i don't know i also think like 
I think he's again. I'm not going to try to butcher his last name, but like he's the guy in, in Bottoms, right? Yeah, like he's funny, like in Bottoms. Like yeah, he has like, like the way that he plays that character is very silly. He's like, got he's like, like he's a like crippling like, like basic face though. But he, <laughs> that's true. Yeah, he's fun. I think he's fine. And um, he's and he's also blown up for a it, number it, of it's roles a weird on like garbage it's like kind streaming of a movies. I don't know why he's really blown up, but I think he's solid. Well, that what I was going to say is he's had he's been in three of the biggest like streaming movies of the past couple of years. The Cinderella no, yeah, movie, Purple Hearts, and then Red, White, and Royal Blue. Like, I don't all think he's super like successful on streaming. It's kind of bizarre that he's this popular. I get what you're saying. I just, just yeah, doesn't have that it factor, but I think he is decent. And it's uh, I'm interested in this, but I'm yeah. not like Lord of the Moon, I guess, interested. No, totally fair. Our next movie is... Another one that is not guaranteed to come out this year, Mother Mary, directed by David Lowry. Another um, Hunter Shaker. Another Anne Hathaway movie yeah, as well. Yeah, we're, we're, and we're uh, going crazy now. Uh, and uh, another, like, pop movie, right? Like a pop star movie. Yeah, she's really into pop uh, star movies. This is going to be the better of the two Anne Hathaway movies. Um, right. Yeah, really, I mean. Excited, really, yeah. really, really, really excited for this one. David Lowry's interesting. Um, he's kind of got a, like, all over the place kind of career. But I do think yeah. he is a good director um i'm so, i'm i'm yeah, very I'm pro david lowry i think he knows ball i think he has sauce yeah um, i think he's yeah. good he's young too he's like in his 40s yeah well because yeah. he's been making he got he got into filmmaking really early he had a big break really early in his career yeah um, so he's kind of a guy where um i look at david lowry and i'm like i like some of these movies i think a lot of his best movies are coming like i don't i yeah like i don't i, I would i would argue his best movie so far is the green knight which is his last yeah his, i would agree i would agree most recent. and yeah. i think i think like all his best work is ahead of him and so that's really exciting for me it's just like it's not, we don't want really to uh, have the ability to talk about him a lot because he's just again his best work is ahead of him but i do think like again if i was gonna bet on like a guy that's gonna be really really great in about like 10 or 15 years it's going to be david lowry i think he's gonna yeah especially Really and movie. listen, I'm a defender of David Lowry's like one for them, like Disney movies. Yeah. I think that they're better than most Disney movies. Sure. Um, but it, like, especially if like you know he gets older and he doesn't have to make those anymore. You That's know? the thing is like, he kind of is in a weird place where he's like make kind of just like he doesn't have the biggest kind of clout and ability to just kind of make whatever he wants. And I just think he, if he's able to just be able to get more pull and just be able to make a lot more uh, crazy shit that he wants to do. I think he's going to make some really, really good stuff. Yeah. I think also before we move on, it's worth mentioning that Michaela Cole is also in this, whose like biggest success is in TV. She made okay. I May Destroy You. She also starred in it. And apparently, um, from everything I've heard from everybody I know, that is like one of the great shows of the past she's, couple of uh, years. She's like she... the second lead in this, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's, she's it's it's Hathaway alongside Anne Hathaway. Hathaway. Yeah. Which um, I think, had to yeah. guess. I would guess that Anne Hathaway or Hunter Schaefer play the pop star, and that Michaela Cole plays the fashion designer. Right. Is what yeah. my guess would be. But um. But yeah. she seems awesome. No, like, I'm I interested think, to see if she's in a big role uh, here. Hunter Schaefer is what Hunter Schaefer's role is because it seems like the. You got the two leads, and then like Hunter Schaefer's is fucking due for a breakout, dude. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, this like could great. be the, this could be the Hunter Schaefer year. <laughs> like, yeah, if, well, it's well, cool. we'll, talk we'll talk about some movie. But no, we're talking about three movies today. That, that's it's going to be a big year for Hunter Schaefer. Yeah. Um, and our next I mean, movie, OD is... too. Whenever that comes out, but like really, right. really interesting kind of rise for her recently. Yeah. 
Our next movie is a is a massive one. Um, Horizon: An American Saga, directed oh. by Kevin Costner. Yes. Uh, Are we the only podcast that is going to talk about this movie? No, oh. actually, I'm pretty sure it was already mentioned on the big picture. Oh, I didn't um, know okay, so that. Did they actually yeah, mention this? They did crazy. mention this movie. Out, okay. is, I'm so great. curious. I'm so curious about this because like. This could just be a massive hit for the specific Yellowstone crowd, which is like a major crowd. Like the people uh, who love it, Kevin Costner will flock to see the the like hey, over fifties. Like think this is kind Kevin of Costner. in that like I think maybe not as big as Top Gun, but like it's kind of when Top Gun came out, I was like, there's a market there for like that generation, or they don't really market to. You know, they yeah, love yeah, like yeah. these guys. This is where the people who have money, you know, like yeah. they like movies too. Let's you, you market to those people sometimes. Uh, Kevin Costner, his show, really big. Uh, he's finally getting able to make this kind of weird franchise thing that um, he's went on to make forever. It's kind of like Kevin Costner's Megalopolis, but even yeah. like sort of bigger, where it's like it's a franchise and he's making multiple movies. Um, and so. And yeah, two of very, them come out this summer, very yeah, close to each it's other. It's kind of like, like a uh, like two parts. Yeah, it's major, kind of like what Rebel Moon's uh, doing. Two and, yeah, sort of like a Rebel Moon Major's thing, where it's like both parts are coming out like very back to back of each other. Yeah, I think like um, six weeks is, apart ooh, in the summer, which is cool. <laughs> um, I think I'm really interested to see like how this does in terms of like when people start ramping up and it starts getting like more trailers and people start talking about it because Kevin Costner, good actor, really love him um, in terms of like an acting performance base. Um, I haven't seen his show or anything. Like I haven't seen a lot of his work, but I do yeah, like him as, actor. as a director. Sam Worthington's in this. Shout out Sam Worthington. Um, right. There's actually a lot of good actors in this. I think so, Jim Malone. What's um, in, I think it's something interesting about uh, Yellowstone is like he is the he's like the main guy in Yellowstone, right? Like he's like the yeah, Logan yeah. Roy of Yellowstone, but um, he. Um, but Yellowstone has an auteur. Yellowstone is a I'm forgetting his name, but, but uh, oh, Taylor right. Sheridan is a Taylor. Yeah, Taylor. Sheridan. Yeah, Taylor Sheridan. He's like the writer and director of Yellowstone, right? Yeah. Um. So now it's like I think, and, and then that's a big reason why it's so successful. So I think it's interesting mm -hmm. that now Kevin Costner, who I don't think really was that emotionally invested in Yellowstone, like this character story, you know, because like sure. he was like willing to just like be like, hey, I'm not fucking doing this anymore, you know, and kind of fuck yeah. them over. Um. I think now I'm really interested in Kevin Costner being like, okay, I did like this huge Western TV show. That's like the biggest show, like the most watched show in the world for fucking five years. I'm going to go make my movie, you know? <laughs> yeah. Can I just say, uh, I, I had no idea Taylor Sheridan actually made Yellowstone. I just looked at Yellowstone and assumed that Taylor Sheridan made it. And I was correct. Yeah. <laughs> also, I like Taylor Sheridan. I'm not trying to shit on. No, Taylor no, no. Sheridan. Yeah. He's, yeah, he's, but, I think he's good. I'm just saying like, it just uh, makes sense that he made really <laughs> interesting cast for horizon. We have, you know, Kevin Costner, obviously. Uh, Sienna Miller is the second build. Then Sam Worthington. Uh, Jamie Campbell Bauer, who got really popular recently because he was in Stranger Things, but he's kind of been around for a bit. Um, mm -hmm. You have Luke Wilson, like, obviously a huge name there. Mm -hmm. Thomas Hayden Church, who was in those uh, Spider-Man movies. as mm -hmm. um, Jenna Malone, Same who's man. really great. Yeah. Uh a lot of just really Takana Means, who was recently interested in Killers of Our Moon, who's like awesome, just a guy. The detective, uh, like FBI guy. Yeah, yeah. He rocks. Michael Rooker's really great. Um, mm -hmm. just a lot of like really like solid, like B-list, like C-list actors that like are mm -hmm. really great when they show up. Like a lot of just guys. Mm -hmm. yeah. So I think yeah. like just a movie filled with like guys that rock 
is, yeah. is really good. I think like have Kevin Costner as a lead and just like a bunch of really great guys is a, a really great recipe for like a really good movie. I'm excited for this a lot. And yeah. calling it Horizon, an American saga, chapter, chapter one, one, and like, rules. and the and the first line of of the of the synopsis is a fifteen year chronicle of pre and post civil war yeah, expansion. Yeah. It's like holy shit, dude! <laughs> yeah, this yeah, this yeah. movie's gonna be fucking massive. Um, I hope it's good. I hope it's good. Speaking it's of like guys who fucking rock Kevin Costner, Oppenheimer franchise. We we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna move on. Um, this movie has a guy that fucking. I'm so excited for this movie. Next up, we have I saw the TV glow from Jane. Oh Grace, yeah. Oh yeah. We're all going to the World's Fair. I like. There's a possibility that this is my favorite movie of the year. I'm so excited for this movie. Me too. Me um, too. I think Justice Smith is the fucking coolest. I want him to like <laughs> ascend to the craziest levels of stardom. I think he's so fucking awesome. I get so excited about everything he's in. It also has Bridget Lundy Payne, who like nobody would know, but uh, she's in this show, <laughs> Atypical, that a lot of people sure. don't like. But I think she is by far the best performance in the show. That's Connor O'Malley so, in it. I think she's so likable in that show. Oh, I think so we're all going to the World's Fair connected with me. Like very few things I've seen. Like this, this is like set up to just be mm-hmm. like a masterpiece. Like I'm so excited. Yeah, no, I is think Phoebe Bridgers is in the movie. Is this real? Can yeah, no, Phoebe. No, no, Phoebe Bridgers. That was I, the first thing I knew about this movie. That was that Phoebe Bridgers was going to be in this movie. Um, who knows? Like probably not that much like in the movie, but very interesting casting there. Uh, super excited for this. I think Jane, we talked about David Lowry. I think Jane as well as one of those directors who obviously like has, um, we're all going to the World's Fair. And then it's like, you know, some other like little things, but like that was her first like directorial debut big movie. Um, so this is her follow up there. So she's very kind of young into this kind of uh, industry. So I think she's another person who has the potential to be really big in terms of just like a really great director. Um, so super excited for this follow up. I like uh, we're all going to wear, we're all going to the world's fair a lot um, do we know this is seems to me more of a uh, obviously it seems to be a step up in the budget in terms of like you know actors and just kind of uh, being a uh, sophomore uh, feature so really excited it, for this one a lot is i saw the tv glow playing at sundance like it is we're yeah. all going to the world's yeah, fair yeah, did yeah. okay yeah, yeah yeah it's already um, uh, you know confirmed and everything too yeah cool premiere so that, that I, we'll be hearing news about that very very soon then. very yeah. very soon yeah, I are, I follow really, somebody really who I follow somebody who has seen this movie and gave it five stars. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't, you, well, they you might be Justin, lying. You know Justin, right, Doug? I don't know if you know Justin. Um, yeah, Kevin, but he worked on this movie. I and oh, you know, whoa, whoa, whatever. that's I don't, cool. The Shout out Justin. Yeah, I he he posted a thing on his Instagram of him like in this like big cast photo. But uh, shout out Justin, totally awesome. <laughs> he worked on this. Um, but yeah, I'm really excited for this movie a lot. Um, uh, yeah. yeah, I love. I mean, again, Justice Smith. I think Justice Smith rules. Yeah. Yeah. So um, next up, we have a movie that I don't know much about. It's called Love Me, starring Kristen Stewart and Stephen Young. Um, oh yeah. It's hey, like I'm a, It's like a. It's like a. A post-apocalyptic romance. Yeah. Right? Um, I remember. I've seen like the one still of this. It's kind of like the whale still. But um, uh. Big year for Kristen Stewart, I think, coming up. Uh, she's kind of in a lot of uh, these movies that like are going to premiere at festivals. Uh, so this is I don't we I mean, this is what the one that we know the least about, because or just compared to the other big one that we actually have a trailer for. But yeah. it's Kristen Stewart. Stephen Young, I think, is really good. He just yeah, dropped out of 
I think he just did the coolest thing ever where he just like sent an email. Dropped out of an MCU. He said, he said, Marvel, I can't do this. I got to do some indie movie. Um, yeah. Well, it yeah. was um, the, uh, the, what's her name? Um, she directed, or maybe not. I'm fucking it up. Uh, I uh, it's, it. No, it, he's, he did it for a, for a new Lee Isaac Chung movie. I yes. Think. Thank you. Thank you. That's Lee Isaac Chung. Made, I was trying to think Minari. of her name. I, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. So, Baller. Yeah. Baller movie. Um, Lee Isaac Chung uh, also, he has a movie. That isn't going to be on this list at one point. <laughs> but um, uh, yeah, Kristen Stewart, uh, I think, is one of our great actresses working today. So anything she does, I'm going to watch. Oh, my God. He's doing that movie? I didn't know yes. that Isaac Chung was. Yes, yes, yes. I, we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about that. I, <laughs> what is I'm going very, on in Hollywood right now? I'm very excited. Hey, what? Um, no, no, no. We'll, we'll get there when we get <laughs> yeah, there. We'll get there. We're going to move on to okay, okay. Uh, we're going to move on to the bike riders, which was supposed to come out uh, this past year. And has now been pushed back to 2024. A lot of people um, have already seen it because it played at festivals. Um, it's a Jeff Nichols movie. It's starring Austin Butler and and a lot of other Jodie Comer, Tom Hardy. Yeah. Speaking um, of um, the accents, don't matter. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, a lot of people I, yeah, complaining I, about the Jodie Comer accent. I, I'm not. I don't care about Jodie Comer's <laughs> yeah. accent. It's, it's I think Jodie Comer is uh, so good. This um, movie for me is like, hey. Let's do it, Austin Butler. This is your. This is a, another star vehicle for Austin Butler. Um, it, yeah. If it's really big, it's, it's a big be cast. Really kind of a big cast for this movie. Really, yeah. really big cast. I'm not crazy. I'm just not really like over the moon about it. But I do think, um, it Austin Butler another chance for him to really show off his acting chops. I think that yeah. something that's really cool about this movie that people aren't really um considering too much is how this movie is an adaptation of a series of old photographs of um yeah. of, of a biker gang in Chicago. Like not not like based off like the story of that biker it's gang. It's literally like just, just the photographs. Yeah, based off the photographs, which like that's really awesome. <laughs> I think that's just yeah. a cool thing. Um, and I have seen I have seen Take Shelter from Jeff Nichols, which I think is a very interesting movie. Uh kind of divisive because it definitely is a movie that i could see not working for a lot of people and i hear mud's good i mean like i you know i feel like this guy is is pretty solid i feel like this movie could be good it's an interesting movie for tom hardy to be like the third lead in because since like the venom stuff he's just kind of disappeared recently like he's not really like like leading anything and like is just kind of like not the most relevant person right now other than well, when the Venom know, stuff pops up i would say that tom hardy being this movie might even be like a like a like a third lead might be a thing to get excited about because because of the venom stuff it's like he has fun making the venom movies and he gets paid a lot of money to do them so he doesn't really have to do yeah. anything else outside of that so the fact that he did decide like oh i'll uh, do this do tom right hardy in heat two for zero dollars like <laughs> that's something like if he if he had that venom bag now he can do the adam driver thing where he can just there yeah, exactly and work with auteurs and just like you yeah know, be in good movies not to not to keep hinting at other parts of the episode. There is a movie that we're going to be talking about in the news section, not in this section, that involves something a little bit Tom Hardy related. We will get there. But oh, I don't even know um, what you're talking about. Yeah, cool. you guys don't. You guys don't know what it is. No, no, <laughs> um, four. Nor nor will you guys be that excited for it. But regardless, <laughs> oh, he's um, in. A, we can move on to the. Three. We can move on to the <laughs> next one. Um, we have a sequel, uh, Beetlejuice Two. Uh, <laughs> Tim Burton directing. <laughs> Uh, uh someone get jenna ortega a better agent <laughs> <laughs> so you're not excited for beetlejuice too <laughs> oh i'll be there you know i've uh, never I'll seen be beetlejuice um that's I like a major blind spot for me very young at like a family friend's house and really haven't seen it since uh 
you know, Tim Burton's kind of not great. Washed. Right Tim Burton's <laughs> washed. <laughs> Yeah, no, Tim, like, Burton. Tim, Tim Burton's getting married to Monica Bellucci, and he he and that's all you know. He doesn't need yeah. to care about no, movies anymore. It's like, yeah, I don't know. He has that Wednesday. He has that Netflix bag with Wednesdays. Getting married to Monica Bellucci. Yeah, he, yeah. listen, bro. He, he can retire. I'll be honest. Eat two for free. Like it's just like I just I don't. Yeah, who knows what's up with this movie. Um, yeah, give me a trailer. Maybe I'll be more excited. I just... as somebody who's never even seen the first Beetlejuice and like not even that interested in watching it. You watched maybe... Wednesday without watching Beetlejuice? Well, I just never like. I mean, it's no, not, I'm not saying. Two, that's, that's, yeah, that's fine. Whatever, they're two separate things. Yeah, yeah, I just think it's funny. <laughs> no, it's just like um, I don't know. I'm not. I don't really want to watch Beetlejuice. So Beetlejuice two is probably like maybe the least excited I am for like any movie on this list. Like I just don't. That's crazy. Maybe, um, okay, not not okay. Obviously, I'd rather watch this than like Argyle. You know, no, you know, I'd rather watch this than like. I think this movie's gonna be fine. Um, <laughs> I'm just not like I know. I I I wouldn't re. I'll rewatch Beetlejuice for it. I think Beetlejuice is fine. I I remember it being fine. I cannot um, physically get myself to give a fuck about Tim Burton in the year 2024. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, yeah, that's the thing. I just um, don't think he's gonna bring anything interesting. We we can move on to a movie from a director that we do give a fuck about. Another movie that. Could have came out in 2023, but has now been pushed to 2024. Hitman from Richard Linklater, oh, yeah. uh, uh, starring Glenn Powell, this which this could be like the Glenn Powell movie. Like this could be like the the thing people that like, like him. separates him. No, I think people do. I think people just like do. it's really funny. Like people either really like him or really don't. I think he's I think he's great. Um, I, yeah, dude, I'm he is so good. This is like, uh, I, it's kind of everybody wants some sequel um really <laughs> he turns on... into a hitman. i think yeah. that the the premise of hitman is kind of genius i think it's funny that there isn't a movie that has been about this yet where yeah. it's like oh yeah hitman don't totally exist like really how people imagine it but people imagine that it does exist so like you could just pretend to be a hitman and people are a... going to believe you like <laughs> <laughs> Oh. I have a hitman. I have a hitman related story that would, that would have I to be told off. That would have to be now. It'd have to be told off the podcast. We could talk okay, about. All right, that's man. crazy. Um, that's crazy. <laughs> no, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. <laughs> anyway, no. I, like this movie's gonna rock. I love Richard oh, Linklater. Yeah, I think yeah. we have so friends that have seen I, Hitman and love it. Yeah, too. I hear people. I mean, people who have seen it say Glenn Powell is like sensational in this movie, which is like yeah. totally. It's kind of just annoying to that. Do we? We don't have a release date, do we? Um, I think it comes out in the first half of the year. I think I, yeah. I do think it comes out. It's a Netflix thing, so it's like who knows? Totally right. Uh, um, yeah, mm. it was gonna come out this year. It was gonna come out in December, uh, but they pushed it back because um, of uh, what's it called? Anyone the, but you. Yeah, anyone but you. Right. That Netflix didn't want, which I think is smart. People are like, oh, blah blah blah. I think it's smart that. Yeah, but it's like Netflix can't push back anyone but you. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. They should call them up. Uh, but yeah, Linklater is kind of our one of our best working guys. Um, always yeah. excited for whatever he pushes out. Yeah. Um, and Glenn Powell's one of our very uh, bright rising stars. So this is going to be a very important movie this year. Yeah. For sure. Um, our next movie, curious how this one ends up being, uh, Spaceman, starring Adam Sandler and directed oh, yeah. by Johan Rank, who directed Chernobyl. Chernobyl guy, right? Yeah. Yeah, I've directed this the, the limited series Chernobyl for um, so long. <laughs> yeah, I saw a, a trailer for this played in my theater. The other oh, really? Week. You got like, that? Yeah, they I've played seen the trailer, trailer before, this, like, but I haven't teaser. seen it in the theater. Um, um very the image is awesome. It, I don't know. 
like yeah. no like i will say like the like the image of the trailer and even when you go onto the letterbox page that poster that they have on letterbox right now it, the movie looks really fucking cool um i think that the chernobyl series is very well made um yeah, that that's what they, I, I don't i think i, I have the faith. cast is cool i like adam sandler like paul dano i'm coming around to carrie mulligan uh coming I think, around to carrie mulligan i don't know listen we don't need to get into it i don't <laughs> um, <laughs> uh it's like uh, i don't know i think this is cool Public i think it's enemy weird. star carrie mulligan yeah. <laughs> yeah i think she's great um i think the yeah i think that big three and she was insulting interesting sure but like uh, in a pretty minor role i don't think she's good in that movie but i, I think she's great <laughs> in general um i think that like big three is an interesting cast and maybe i'll watch Chernobyl it's no LeBron's Wade and Bosch, but it's fine. Right. Okay. <laughs> the the basketball reference because it's an Adam Sandler. Gotta movie. get it in there. Um, yeah. It, Adam Sandler. You know. That was just all me. Real. Um, I don't know. Uh, we can move he on. He looks goofy to... as fuck in that helmet, though. He does look a little bit silly. It's, I don't know. I think I'm it's hard to look cool in a space helmet. Yeah. It's been not... there. <laughs> no, you you've haven't. been there. You've, you've looked cool in a space helmet. No, I've I've been hard to look in a space helmet. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, our next movie is Paddington and Peru, the third Paddington movie. Oh yay! Um, um, no, Sally Hawkins, I think, is is a big miss. Also, just no Paul King. Paul King, I think, is still writing it, but um, it's gonna be fine. I just, I think I've mentioned this before. It feels like those, like when Disney would do those like spinoff animated movies where it would be like Lion King, like one and a half. And it would be like, this is still like the same franchise, but it feels separate and kind of like a uh, strike to D- uh, DVD kind of thing. Yeah. Um, so like, I'm excited because I just like Paddington, but it's like no Sally Hawkins, no Paul King, uh, kind of, uh, you know, but we got Wonka. So like, I'm fine. Yeah, I'm in a you similar know, boat. I, I just feel like it's not going to be nearly as, good as a follow-up to Paddington maybe 2 but like, yeah maybe it like, will be I mean he's still working be, on the writing it's not like... gonna be Paddington 2 that's fine sure. but yeah. it can still be good you know yeah. it'll be a here's my prediction um kids, it'll be a the kids, kids will movie. love it yeah it'll be yeah. a good kids movie yeah. that's my I prediction mean, people, people the people love Paddington the, the children yearn for Paddington yeah the Paddington is a yearn. hard guy to fuck up it's obviously yeah it's like it's such a likable anything, it's such a likable character though it's, like, it's yeah, like, no one's gonna be like this is the worst fucking movie ever. <laughs> like, it's, no one's gonna be mad at Paddington 3 it's just I don't yeah. think it's like it's hard to get excited because we're just missing so many of the key elements that made Paddington 2 great but I do yeah. think it's still going to be like a good movie. It's going to be an evolution, which is whatever. It happens. Yeah. Yeah. Life um, life is like this. Yeah. Life is like Paddington. And- <laughs> sometimes you have to get Wonka and sometimes you need to get a you need to get a Paddington Paddington in Peru so you can get a Wonka. Oh my god. You need a Wonka off to get in Peru, you know. I just I just I don't know, man. Doug, are you ready to sell the people on your movie of the year? Next up, we have Damsel starring Millie Bobby Brown. <laughs> oh, All right, yeah, buddy. Yeah uh this is was this is in contention for my sleeper pick uh damsel uh millie bobby brown i think is awesome uh i think it's i don't know why i think that i don't like stranger things i don't even like her in stranger yeah. things um, <laughs> yeah. um, but i think that she i think she has the sauce uh i think that um I, listen it's it's like it's it's a cool original 
fantasy film, right? And it's like, mm-hmm. it, but it's not like fantasy. Like it's not Lord of the Rings fantasy. This is like mm-hmm. this is like um like video game. This is like like Dragon this is like, Age this fantasy. Is like legend like Ridley Scott. Yeah. Let me tell you um, what really matters. Larry fucking Fong is shooting this shit. All right. True. The DP of like three hundred Watchmen, a bunch of those Snyder pictures. Dawn real of Justice. Ass, real ass cinematographer. Um, this movie looks good. This movie looks really good on these trailers. Minimal, we good. don't we don't have a lot of images. Obviously, we have a little like little teaser trailer. Um, this movie look. You got to put up your blinders a little bit. You got to you got to ignore the fact that it's written by the guy that wrote Fast X, and then it's um... <laughs> well, shit like that doesn't matter in real life. All right, this True. is Larry Fong. Is a Larry Fong picture. All right. Uh, I think this is a good um, another little good um, vehicle for Millie Bobby Brown. I think um, in terms of the step up from those um, Sherlock spinoff movies, um, mm-hmm. not like it's not like the biggest you know movie that possible, but I do think it's going to be a solid little fantasy flick um, that I'm excited for. I'm mm-hmm. excited to see her continue, and hopefully she can work with some like really great directors um, yeah. in well, her future. But I think she has like this. I think she has some kind of Netflix contract yeah. thing, so it's it's they tough, got her but... like like Paramore, bro. Yeah, yeah, no, they got her like Paramore. <laughs> true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I this don't know. We'll see. I'm excited idea. for this. Yeah. Um, our next movie is Godzilla X Kong: The New Empire. Um, it's interesting trailer. <laughs> there's a there's a scene of the two of them running together with, with what looks like a, a Thanos gauntlet. <laughs> like, yeah, I don't. I don't this is like I'm so like curious three, where it fits into the story. Well, <laughs> like, Ryan Reynolds comes out of a portal and gives them like he has Thanos's <laughs> head in one hand and the gauntlet in the other, and he's like, choose. Um, this is the director who made the previous Godzilla X Kong movie, correct? This yeah, movie's gonna be fucking dumb. <laughs> But how do we transition <laughs> to another movie? I don't know. What's the next movie, Kevin? Well, we don't know what the next movie is. The next movie, the next movie is <laughs> Alex Garland's Civil War. Oh, jeez, um, man. Oh, Talking okay. about transition. Um, What? Uh, I don't what? know <laughs> what you meant by that. Um, this I don't. I I have what? the lowest level of excitement for this movie. Whatever the lowest level of excitement you can have for a movie is, it's yeah. this. I um, listen. I it's not that, I, and it's not even that I don't have faith in Alex Garland. Like I do. Oh, think I don't have faith made, in Alex Garland. Oh, okay. I do think he's made good movies. I do think this cast is good, but just seeing that. Oh, and have you seen like, an Alex Garland movie? I've seen men. <laughs> <laughs> oh no uh yeah i don't I do i just back now like watching the trailer i'm just like this is the this is men too this is not what i want to watch at all like i have very little yeah. interest no, in we're gonna be really big in certain communities all right all right all right i'm sorry i'm putting on my big boy pants i'm getting myself ready okay i'm getting myself ready um yeah i'm excited for civil war <laughs> i think it's gonna be good uh i think uh, listen i um i don't know guys uh, i listen i'm excited for it a little bit because i like alex garland it's gonna be a sci-fi movie the trailer was bad that's my thing the trailer was bad yeah. that, that's and i I'm usually like it's, kind of yeah, looks like yeah, kind of looks like, like a TV. made for tv movie yeah, yeah it looks like, like, it TV. Looks like tv that's like um, I, usually i'm able it's to also, also excited it's also really worth noting it's the biggest budget A24 movie yet, kind of like looking oh, like good. It's this why, be there. why did Alex Garland get a blank check after men? I understand like yeah. getting a blank check after like listen, it's the guy that made Ex Machina and Devs right. and 
Annihilation. Like those are pretty. It's crazy that it came after after Men. Men, yeah. And yeah. I like Men. I don't want to get into why I like Men. Right. Because this is an annoying. Movie yeah. Because this is like about. a family right. podcast. Um, <laughs> well, not really. But, it's not a family podcast. Um, no, but, it's. I mean, it's interesting because it's like kind of looking like the movie that might launch oh, like some buddy. bigger budget movies for a 24 like, are they trying to do like a franchise thing with this i don't understand. i don't think yeah. so but well, i do think i do think they'll work. probably start putting out i i do oh, think there's like a clear plan for them to start <laughs> they're trying to what trying to get her from netflix oh. so we do franchise movies too greta <laughs> <laughs> come on Okay. Um, <laughs> Jesse Plemons is a good actor who looked bad in the yeah. trailer too. That's why I'm like, I don't know. Yeah, not um speaking of transitions, we're transitioning to one of the best movies of the year. We're we're doing already. what now? We're 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 moving on to one of the best hey, movies hey, of the year. I'm I'm so confident. Um Mickey 17, directed by Bong Joon Ho, starring Robert Pattinson, our our best working Let's actor. fucking go. Um, this is another movie where like, they have the whale photo. <laughs> we just did that one photo yeah, the whale photo and it's just like that 10 second clip of him spinning around <laughs> yeah, yeah. i'm gonna read this book before it comes out um i we have a date march um it comes march. out in march it comes out march soon 29 yeah, comes out soon that march oh. is a major month for major movies that i'm excited for both mickey oh, 17 and, and dune 2 yeah. coming out you have march. to watch at least one bong joon ho movie before yeah. <laughs> mickey 17 comes out <laughs> you have to i mean it doesn't even have to be a parasite you just have to watch one of them <laughs> uh watch memories of murder well actually no he's not gonna like no, memories no, of murder no. What's the one? No, i mean there's one that i'm interested in i'll watch the it. host is about a monster yeah that one that yeah you'll like the, the host you'll like the host um that's the one. It, dude, Mickey okay. Seventeen has the odds. The odds for Mickey Seventeen being my favorite movie of the year are like minus five hundred right now. Like we're looking really good. Yeah, um, yeah. I probably should watch Parasite before it. But you should. It's just like yeah. a really it's, important movie. Yeah, <laughs> it's important. Yeah, it's I watched The Godfather. Um, I might as well watch Parasite. <laughs> Um, <laughs> go on your catch. Go on your um. Go on your um. Like yeah, watching popular can. movies. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um. No, Mickey Seventeen is gonna be so good, and Robert Pattinson working with Bong Joon Ho. Oh, like, yeah. No. What a perfect Robert Pattinson forced me to watch Parasite. People uh, are talking about Robert Pattinson on his comeback. No, this is his fucking victory lap. This isn't like him coming right. back. Right. I mean, like, he's been just, back. He yeah. Yeah. Also, <laughs> also, it's uh, people. I can't believe people still he's talk about. We're not watching Cosmopolis. Yeah, exactly. but it's also like they still talk about him in like a like a post Twilight way. I'm like, bro, the movie's been out for 15 years. Like, you guys can move on. Like, and it's like, and also it's yeah. good. His whole career is post Twilight <laughs> yeah. at this point. Like, what are we talking about? Yeah, like, it's like what? Yeah, it's a silly conversation. I mean, he's you know, uh, we would say may like could probably confidently say like the best working actor. Like, like you you know, not like not like a guarantee, but like we can driver. But sure, he's sure, up there sure, for sure. He's in that yeah. top. Yeah, it's like it's like him and Adam Driver are kind of in a conversation by themselves almost. That's what I meant. Like in I their meant, age range, one of, he's one range. of the names that you that you circulate. Yeah, he's the guy. Like yeah. he's like the dude right now. And Bob is obviously um, a fantastic director. I just think Rob's uh, in more stuff I like than Driver. Sure, Rob's got um, a fantastic career. Really, we have yeah. really great at picking projects. Um, yeah. yeah, great taste. Back, like that's back. the thing. He has amazing taste. Like we have back to back exciting good movies next up is nosferatu from robert eggers oh i forgot about um should have put fucking badness in this one talk about <laughs> fuck nicholas holt you know uh yeah. well i mean they should have put um, on his killer joint this one um yeah but, that's true 
That's uh, the biggest thing. This well, is going to be the movie's still going to be good. If uh, Anya Taylor Joy was in this, in this one. would probably firmly be my most anticipated movie of the year. Um, which yeah. is a dumb thing to say because we talk about like obviously we're all, all three of us are kind of auteurists mm-hmm. in a way where it's like it's yeah. all about the yeah. director, but so it doesn't really matter. Uh, let's go. Yeah, Nosferatu is going to rock. I mean, Robert Eggers hasn't made a bad movie yet. Um, I dropped my phone. <laughs> okay, he's good. Uh, I do think again another guy where I think like I do think the best is ahead of him. I do think we like he's very young, very like new to yeah. this. We got a couple movies down. Really excited for those. I think Nosferatu was just such a big like concept, uh, such a big movie like in terms of like what it is, um, and what it is for him too. This is just such an important movie for him. So I yeah, do think he's been he's trying to make this shit his entire professional career. Taking balls in this, and I do think it's gonna come out well. Yeah, it's gonna I think look Bill fucking awesome. Really cool too. Mm-hmm. I uh, saw some people say some fucking stupid shit about Nosferatu, where they were like, "Oh, I'm not excited about this because it has been in production hell." And I'm like, <laughs> "Is this what we're just talking about?" Like, movies yeah, we just that directors had to like work their ass off well, to get made. Like, the thing like, about Megalopolis yeah. was like, you've been trying to get this forever, so it must be not good. Or, like, it can't be good because you're trying to get this made forever. It's like, okay. Um, yeah, people are dumb yeah. online. I've heard that, I don't know who said it, it might have been Defoe or someone was like, yeah, Skarsgård is unrecognizable and kind of transformed. I think Edgar said that. Yeah. Okay. So I knew it was yeah. someone like that worked in the movie, but like, apparently, like, really great performance from him um as uh nosferatu um, i think yeah, he deserves really to like have like a, a major like like he deserves to be like a guy leading movies rather than just like the go-to like villain kind of guy that he's mostly been because uh bill skarsgård oh bill sorry um, bill skarsgård okay. well, i just about, think it's like i think he's just like excellent and everything good taste defoe is in like every good movie ever like that just guy that guy yeah. just finds good movies um really yeah. great actor but he just always shows up in really great pictures i think this is the perfect time for eggers to be doing those fratu too actually because yeah. it's it's after the northman which for all by all accounts was like um a, a a really strong learning experience for him where he he went into it he wasn't prepared to do something that big and he like learned a lot about filmmaking and, and stuff from that experience so i think that now is like the perfect time for yeah. him to for him to do this yeah and, so and people like, are excited he's for this movie. got a couple movies now and it's time for him to really blow up so yeah. if yeah, this yeah. is like his this, this is like his big plan out of the cards making the movie i want to always make yeah uh, nosferatu's you know, a really important like movie in terms of like film history. Like it's something that everyone kind of knows about. So yeah. uh, really um, interested to see how this does in terms of like we'll be talking about this um, in the next like ten years. It's like one of it's the best movies of the decade or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Oh, yeah. I think that, well, I mean like it, this might be one of the most important. This might be the most important horror movie that comes out this decade for sure. We'll yeah, see. I'm really really interested to in see uh, looking back on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, our next movie is one that we hinted at before. Uh, Lee Isaac Chung directed Twisters. Uh, yeah. What the fuck is going on in Hollywood? Oh, <laughs> no, I'm so, can I just say, I'm this so glad Powell's in this, right? Yeah. I think Glenn this movie Powell. is going to be fucking awesome. Like, I'm really excited. This cast rocks Daisy Edgar Jones, Glenn Powell, <sighs> Anthony Ramos, Brandon Perea, Daryl McCormick, Maura Tierney. Um, why is the guy like Chung directing this? <laughs> he's like, no, I'm just like, I'm, I'm just like, saying, like, it's like, that's no, weird. it's it's random, but like, it's like he's also a good director. Like, it's not like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just, <laughs> but do you think like he's like, oh, I want, you know, what I really need to do is direct Twisters. Maybe he really wants it. I don't know. Like, it's like, 
we don't know i mean it's like he's also the guy hasn't made a lot of movies minari was a huge like critical success it's not exactly like a major hit um Mm -hmm. maybe he's making twisters because he needs the money maybe he just like actually really wants to make it like it like i don't know to me this looks like it could be i still have to watch the the original twisters which i here is a movie that a lot of people like and maybe some people don't but like it to me it looks interesting and i think like the fact that it's glenn powell daisy edgar jones like i i trust lee Isaac chung i think this could be like one of it's not my sleeper pick but i think this could be just like genuinely like a really good movie all i remember about the original twister is bill paxton doing the bill paxton thing um <laughs> you know what i mean actually no because i haven't oh. seen the movie um, well whatever whatever <laughs> uh and it, moving on <laughs> no i think it'll be cool um our next movie speaking of big movies uh gladiator 2 gladiator sequel starring paul mescal uh, denzel washington um pedro pascal's in it uh have any of us seen it. the first gladiator yeah obviously no. <laughs> what you you have me and owen haven't Oh really? Oh, yeah. what the fuck? <laughs> can I no. can I say something that's like a hot take that maybe will probably change when I revisit it later at some point in the no. future? The first Gladiator is my favorite Ridley Scott movie. Um, yeah, that should change probably. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. I'll, I'm um, gonna watch it before uh, it comes. Out. I'm just not really too uh, interested in it. I just know I love Gladiator. In terms of the Ridley Scott heads are like not crazy about it, but I will check it out definitely before the like. I'm not obviously gonna watch it before the second one. Yeah. Um. I'm excited about this because I think it's a really interesting. Um vehicle for palmas gal in terms of like a this is gonna be a huge movie and mm-hmm. he's really like people know him in terms of like he's a popular just famous person but in terms mm-hmm. of like just regular people who watch movies like he's just not like a guy you know yet um yeah. so also right late career really scott is phenomenal i think he's in like a really interesting kind of mode right now even if you didn't think napoleon is like the greatest thing ever i think he's just just really well working like he's really great director uh, right now mm-hmm. i like his that's why i've been simply seeing gladiator because i think i'm more interested in his late style than i am in his earlier stuff even though like mm-hmm. his earlier stuff consists of like alien and blade runner um i still think like he's doing some really interesting stuff right now so i do think like i'll probably like gladiator 2 more than gladiator 1 um just because of that but yeah really excited for this even if i haven't seen the original um but a really again denzel washington too really interesting cast um we did lose some players um i know um what's Barry Keoghan or Barry I don't know how to say his last name but Barry uh it was a really good director not really good actor even though I have a really good actor really an actor even though he's in not like some of the greatest stuff I do think he's good and I would have wished he was in this movie but who knows uh, the guys who replaced him do I was gonna say do we know who is playing his character now or uh I could I could look at the cast list and tell you who it is I he's not someone I'm really familiar with is it it's not Joseph Quinn is it the Stranger Things guy it's Fred it's Fred something it's Fred 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 is in oh he was Fred Hecking Fred was in eighth grade he was in the Fear Street trilogy he was in the Pale Blue Eye he was he's gonna be in Craven the Hunter um, so not the greatest filmography. This is like easily like the biggest movie he's in. So this is going to mm-hmm. be really, again, we're talking about vehicle for Paul Mescal. This is a really big vehicle for Fred here because Fred's going to be the main villain in a Gladiator 2 sequel. So like he's yeah. got the opportunity of a lifetime here. This is such a big movie. If he, I mean, Ridley Scott obviously picked him because he thinks he can do a good job here. If he can do a good job here, he's going to be really huge. Like this is going to blow him up. 
So that's yeah. exciting in terms of like, obviously, uh, Barry was just going to be uh, just another step in his kind of world domination. But this is going to be an opportunity for some guy to really take advantage of working with someone like Ridley Scott. Yeah. Um, now, I know that Ridley Scott has Don't Love Gladiator, but I adore that movie. So I'm so excited for a sequel. And of course, it has, you know, uh, you guys know how I feel about anybody listening knows how I feel about Paul Mescal. He's, you know, like my favorite yeah. working actor alongside He's Paul Mescal. He, we, we always talk about like, uh, what's his name? Uh, the Priscilla guy, uh, Jacob oh, being like next up. Um, he's like, obviously like he's, no, a, Paul Mesco uh, is yeah. Jacob Lordy has hit that already in terms of stardom. I think well, Paul yeah, Mescal like, yeah. is, I think Paul Mescal is similarly like Owen said, famous online, but he is like going to ascend to like a very, very high, like, yeah. Paul, star, I mean, like movie. Paul Mescal yeah. might be in a Marvel movie, you know, like, yeah, like, like no, but he's, they're he's, both the kind of in similar spots though, where it's like, they're, they're, they're in a few movies that are like good. And they're, they're both popular, in huge TV shows. Both like, in huge yeah, TV right. shows, but well, really I don't know. Not, I call like, normal people huge compared to Euphoria. It, it's yeah. not it's as big as Euphoria, but it's a big yeah. TV show. Like sure, yeah. Uh, both like just in TV shows, and just like just not yet hit that like stardom of like random people will know him. Um, well, it's like it's you know, people like who are like online will know him, but yeah. like just in terms of like yeah. that. Your mom doesn't. Level, your mom doesn't. He's gonna know be, who, but yeah. he's gonna. But be those two star. people will like when we're talking about. I keep talking about like the next ten years and just like futures and career stuff these guys are the next up really yeah so, like those um, are the people to look really out, excited so. for both of their careers yeah um the next movie i'm assuming you guys will want to gloss over <laughs> um lisa frankenstein which i think comes out oh uh, yeah month. so i mentioned this um, a little earlier but it was like yeah we're gonna get some monster movies we're gonna get a bad frankenstein movie this year this movie just looks it's not gonna be good so i'm interested that diablo <laughs> cody i'm interested that diablo cody is the writer but it like when you watch the trailer it doesn't yeah look like it's, it's it looks like um, it looks like a disney channel original movie yeah, yeah it does look like it, it has a disney channel original cast like yeah um okay can i ask you guys a question and i want you to be straight with me can Catherine newton act um i i, I think i've only seen her in ant-man oh uh, she's in ladybird too oh i don't uh, remember her in ladybird well, so she's, she's like no. she's like barry <laughs> ladybird uh, uh well put she's in a lot of ant-man <laughs> yeah, but that's well, like, like can, I, how can you measure you an actor based on? Yeah, that? exactly. That's, that's what, yeah, like we can't hold Ant Man against her. We can't hold this weird Disney Channel original against her. Really, and like we can hold it. Like, why did she pick that role? Um, Ant Man, obviously, like, it's it's a big opportunity. But like, it's a. I you, can't, you have to really have to see her in a, a good movie to. I haven't. I haven't seen it, but I like. I, I'm sure she's really fun and freaky, which is a movie that a lot of people had fun with. Like, like silly, is that, dumb, that's like, a horror movie. And she's like, like horror the lead comedy. in that movie. Yeah, she's yeah, like, it's yeah. like a dumb horror comedy with her and Vince Vaughn. I'm sure she has a lot. Okay, of Okay, so movie. that sure would have to be probably. that movie would have to be the movie where it would be like that's the you'd have to watch that and be like, can she act based off that? Yeah. I, the other stuff that I've seen, I just can't really gauge that off of her. Um, also, but, Cole Sprouse, what has he been up to? He's uh, yeah, I mean. But listen, his, <laughs> his, I was, okay. So this is like, this is kind of an aside, oh. but like an interesting conversation to have because of the Charles Melton success yeah. with Riverdale. It's like, I'm, I'm curious if anybody else oh, from Riverdale, the Riverdale cast, Riverdale. I'm curious if anybody, I was talking to somebody, uh, I was talking to a friend about like, if anybody else from the Riverdale cast will kind of like be in good stuff post Riverdale, other than Charles Melton, who clearly now will be, um, in my opinion, as somebody who has watched four seasons of Riverdale, 
like he's kind of like my least favorite performance in the show um so i don't know he's that the I'm lead right excited for him. well there's not like where he's not really the lead the lead is like the three or i guess like two main girls but um he's yeah he's one of the leads it's like an ensemble okay, okay. Kind of sorry, thing. Sorry. i didn't um, mean to derail you there <laughs> no, no no yeah i just i like out of all of like the i guess like six seven eight biggest people in the cast he's like the least interesting to me even when i used to watch riverdale like i would see charles melton who is like you know like the sixth or seventh lead and i was like this guy like this guy's cool like i i didn't get that from watching I mean, he also has a terrible character to try to act um so maybe it's not his fault but i don't i can't be that excited for him in right. this in we this random about, uh, it's movie. funny that we talked about i mean i mentioned this earlier when we talking about monster movies Catherine newton's also in that um untitled radio silence movie oh um, so we'll see that's like probably right. the that's a good movie for her. I guess like actual working directors that are interesting. Yeah. Apparently she's in three billboards. Um, I would say. Right. Which I don't, I haven't seen that movie since back when it came out. So I don't remember, but I imagine but I'm not a interested role in that. In that. But like, uh, I'm more, I guess the monster movie that I'm more interested in that has Catherine Newton is going to be that. On yeah. Radio. Uh, we can move on to a movie that I am very excited for that. I wasn't even aware of until right before this episode like a few days before this episode which is blitz the new steve mcqueen movie starring saoirse ronan and harris dickinson um this shit's gonna rock dude like steve, i haven't seen all of his movies but my understanding is that steve mcqueen has not made anywhere near a bad movie yet um and it's i really you like ask, the ones that i once you ask okay sure but like i they're, they're all seemingly at the very least like none of them are bad it, probably um do you ask i don't know i haven't seen Again, a lot of them I, um. <laughs> I think i think he's made some really good movies harris diggerson and, another guy and harris, i was gonna say this because star. like i'm so confident that like that he he is at the stage right now like going into this year that jacob alordi was just at before this year like i'm so confident that harris dickinson is like the next yeah. guy like he is going to be Paul, like the way we're talking about Paul Meskel and Jacob Elordi right now is the way we will talk about Harris Dickinson in like, like next year. a year or two from now. The, uh, he is the guy. Like he is going to the, join that group. The people online with the Heat 2 fan casting were like, if we can't get Butler, this was some people's idea for that uh, Val Kilmer. The Val role. Kilmer character. Yeah. Uh, so like Dude, it was like a Butler was the one. If we can't get Butler, Harris Dickinson's kind of that runner up for that idea. So yeah. who knows? Yeah. You know, that's just kind of casting speculation. But yeah, another guy talking about next 10 years uh someone to watch there is harris dickerson also dear I, listener I, if you're annoyed about us talking about heat 2 speculation oh. i'm so sorry this is the beginning for the first <laughs> of every podcast episode just sniffing it dude <laughs> yeah um, um no i'm excited for this blitz um i, I want to get a little bit more into steve mcqueen same, uh, i want to watch all his movies i, I want to watch um, shame at least and um, I'm i love in, shame i'm interested I, I in occupied so city which came out this yeah. year. Well, it's not Occupied City is actually, I think, getting a theatrical release sometime sometime this year. We're not talking about it on the episode, but I think it's getting Ooh. a theatrical release in like the next few months, maybe. I don't know if that's true, but um, a major that movie's like three and a half hour, three and a half hour long documentary. Like, I don't know how many people are going to see it. I in think theaters. it's like over it's probably, four hours long. Yeah, it's It's hard to like put that in theaters. I don't really think that many people are going to go watch yeah. it. Um, but Steve McQueen to me is like so obviously really talented, and the cast. I mean, Saoirse Ronan and Harris. Did you Nick, watch? Like, is like a setup. Small for, X? No, I didn't, but I want to okay. watch it. I that yeah, I have to check out the Small Axe stuff. Um, we can 
move on past Blitz to uh, I think one of the most interesting movies coming out this year. I don't know if you guys will agree, though. Um, Roadhouse starring Jake Gyllenhaal. Um, Doug Lyman has made good movies. Uh, yeah. He made, he made Edge of Tomorrow. He's worked with Tom Cruise. Previous I know, I know Tom Cruise collaborator. So. Um, yeah, fr- previous frequent Tom Cruise collaborator. Jake Gyllenhaal looks shredded for this movie um he's already played like a fighter role before he's very into this character and for me i think this is exciting because i made a video about this a few months ago when the covenant came out like earlier this year um jake gyllenhaal has been on a pretty bad run for one of like the best working actors like he very clearly established that he's super super talented for like a decade and then over the past couple of years outside of ambulance has made nothing but pretty bad movies um roadhouse straight direct to streaming yeah yeah, direct to streaming probably bad movie um i like the original roadhouse i think it's pretty fun i think it's pretty good um this is like very clearly not a similar similar story and like structure i guess but not gonna be really the same story at all it's about a ufc fighter which is nothing like the the first roadhouse yeah, um it's got conor mcgregor on the cover what is going yeah on? i mean he's gonna be what fighting conor McGregor in the movie he's gonna be in the movie yeah he's in the movie he's gonna end up <laughs> he's fighting in him. The movie. um i think i think as like uh an opportunity for another great jake gyllenhaal performance this is certainly there i don't know if it's going to be a great jake gyllenhaal performance gonna be at the bottom of my list for sure if i even see yeah i i mean who knows if we'll even end up talking about this movie on the podcast uh i'll be sick that day (laughs) okay um Uh, listen i i think i am i think i'm not (laughs) as optimistic as you are about this but i'm not optimistic you're the only guy on this hill I'm not optimistic. I I am interested to see if it turns out to be something good because I think it's like, I think it's important for this movie to be good. uh, If for Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah. For Jake Gyllenhaal. If you want to be excited about Jake Gyllenhaal as an actor, which like, I I don't like to be, be. I'd like, I'd like to be a lot of new guys coming up. He can take it back. Sure. But like, (laughs) no, no, Jake Gyllenhaal is really good. He has an energy that is difficult to communicate. Yeah. Like I'd like to be Uh, back in a world where Jake Gyllenhaal is making good movies. I don't know that Roadhouse is like that for that, but I don't know. Anyway, we can talk about a movie that we have hinted at. Time is over, old man. Plenty of times on, we've talked about plenty of times on the podcast already, but we will talk about it again. Uh, Trap, the M. Night Shyamalan. Oh, movie. hell yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, Tension movie of the year for Owen. I really got to figure out that guy's name because I mentioned him earlier, but the, there was like rumor rumblings, who knows, uh, that the, the the guy who was shooting Challengers is also shooting Trap. But um, yeah, I'm just like one of my most anticipated movies of the year. Every time M. Night's going to come out of the movie for the rest of his life, I'm going to be, you know, the first in line for that. Um, what's his name? Josh Hartnett. Um, recently became a pretty big fan of his just i think he's really great um in the stuff i've seen him in and i think um his um opportunity for a kind of late career uh thing similar to just any i don't know i was gonna say how much to do but just like a um he's you know kind of had a patch in his career where he wasn't really working in big things then he was in oppenheimer now he's gonna be in trap uh really seems to be a career a resurgence for him um, and M Night's always getting able to get like really interesting performances out of actors, so I'm never really worried about who he has in his cast. It's always like I just would like some really interesting people in it. Like you know, I'm I'm always gonna 
expect good performances and just like a good movie but it's always fun to uh, kind of see who's ends up being in these movies and uh josh hartnett is really fun a uh, pick yeah um and the kind of premise is josh hartnett takes his daughter to see um a concert and the uh concert is a lady raven concert which is like a fake uh pop artist but it's played by uh soma Shyamalan, who is uh his daughter which is really yeah. awesome she's a musician in real life um so it's really great we talked about that earlier him being a really great dad and working with his daughters um working with another one of his daughters who's gonna be an act acting we don't know how big the uh actual acting is gonna be but she is like the pop star um in the yeah. movie and like she's like really the only other actor really know that's gonna be in it so i'm assuming she's going to be a decent chunk of the movie uh yeah. so that's really cool um be just like if she's like a really good actor that'd be awesome see her just like kind of be one of the random kind of maybe she'll, be, maybe like, she'll become a regular in his movie yeah that'd be that'd be interesting that'd be cool. uh, but yeah, yeah just Full actually little, just super um, excited for this we we, we know a, a good amount of we know a good amount of information but we just don't know like so much to like continue to really yeah talk but about we're going to talk about this movie so much on the podcast moving forward up until oh, yeah. release like this is you know we've yeah. talked about it before this is obviously a major movie. uh it's going to come out for in august for us it's an interesting it's coming out in august which is like later we uh last that's year, what i was uh, gonna say M. the worst night, part is we're gonna have to wait a while for like a trailer and stuff yeah 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 but um you know our next movie another movie we hinted at previously when talking about hunter schaefer uh cuckoo which is the yeah it's like a i need to oh. talk to the neon executive i need to talk to some executives <laughs> at neon bro what why, the why fuck is that? are they doing this movie is supposed to come out two years ago <laughs> oh okay this like... movie was supposed to come out two years ago and here's the thing i have a prediction um this movie might be bad <laughs> and that's why they keep pushing it back oh um, maybe it's premiering like, at, the, at the german film festival this year uh i got really annoyed yesterday because i don't know what twitter account it was but they tweeted out that long legs teaser and right. they were like, no one knew what it was, right? No one, it was everyone was like confused at what the fuck it was. And there was the initial speculation was some people were saying that for some odd reason that it had to do with the cuckoo movie. And then it initially, then right away, they're like, oh no, it wasn't. So, like, for half a moment or whatever, I was like, we finally got like some breadcrumbs. <laughs> um, because yeah. that teaser is like absolutely nothing, it's only like a, a photo that they zoom into. But some people are like, it's a girl, it must be Hunter Schaefer. <laughs> so, uh, that was annoying. Uh, but yeah, I mean, we, like Doug said, it might be bad. Um, I'm excited for it. Uh, we'll, we're finally getting it. So I like yeah. Hunter Schaefer. That's my... Yeah, we all like yeah. Hunter Schaefer. <laughs> That's the thing. Uh, the director made a uh, student film that did really well. And this is like his kind of like big directorial debut. Um, who knows? People apparently like that horror short. It totally still can be good. Like just because yeah. it... Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. We literally talked about that earlier with the uh nosferatu thing just because it was in production hell does not mean the movie's gonna be bad at all um it's well, just, it's just like, like it's just like really why, yeah it's just, why would weird. neon just because the movie's been shot for so long and they, yeah, they've just no, been holding on to it why are they not distributing it it's that's what yeah for sure it's it's a weird one but we're finally getting it which is exciting um big year for hunter schaefer might be the worst one of all of them but you know who knows <laughs> yeah we'll it's, see. It, it's better than no hunter shaper yeah uh next up we have a movie that we talked about uh, recently on the podcast in the news which is wolfman the lee winnell movie starring christopher abbott um lay Whannell. 
Is that how you say his name? No, it almost okay. certainly. I not. thought it was Lee Winnell. Um, <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, listen, <laughs> I like this guy. Yeah, I am, good. but I'm I'm very like I'm 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 kind of a James Wan chill. So it's like you can't really yeah. trust me when it comes to like, people in yeah, his orbit. Yeah, trust this guy. Uh, uh, this but, one is gonna. I mean, hopefully, be good. I'm excited. Yeah, I like the, the Invisible is, Man, like, and I like Upgrade. That's what I was gonna say. The so. Invisible Man. I don't love the Invisible Man. I don't think Owen is gonna like the Invisible Man. Probably um, not. <laughs> but it's like, is so, Christopher Wolf, Abbott though? That's the thing. Christopher Abbott is so good. The fact that um. What's the fact that a uh, 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 Gosling was attached to this for so long is interesting too. You know, it's like yeah. I think that yeah. this is probably the, be good. one of the big things. I I think uh, in terms of director actor, I'm sold. Uh, with the Invisible Man, it's really like an aesthetical thing. It it but with that, it's like the guy's just invisible and it's like a horror movie. With a werewolf movie, uh, it's easier to you know ease my you know likings i just think you know the werewolf the werewolf look good it looks good i'm gonna like this movie um so christopher yeah. abbott looks like a fucking werewolf bro yeah he looks yeah. like a wolf he's man already can we can we give well, he's on his abbott. fours in four things he's gonna be on his fours in this movie right. too you know, he's, he's just an animal cinematic man. parallels cinematic yeah, parallels man. Uh, we can, we can say about Christopher Abbott though, right? He gets the he gets the Harris Dickinson Rising Star Award as well. Like he's in the oh, same yeah, he's a, well, I feel like where he's, he's kind of it's different from Harris Dick, big, Harris Dickinson because he's Chris Rabbit's a older. little bit. Sure, older. but like he's just gonna yeah he's gonna be a guy that's gonna be around for the next ten years. I just don't I don't know who knows if he's gonna be as big as I'm projecting some of these other guys to be. But I do think he's just gonna be around and just be really great. Um, I just meant he's on a very he's, nice he's, run it's different. Right I don't know. over the past few yeah, he's years, on a run. and he's, he's on a run. clearly like growing in popularity. Like I he's think, going to yeah. Christopher but... Abbott is going to be a. I don't know. He's because in my in our poor things pod, I did say like, oh, Christopher Abbott's going to be a fucking movie star. But now I'm thinking about it, and it's like he has to be in some really conventional shit to be a movie star, you know? Yeah, and I don't know sure. if that's what he's going to do. And he does a lot um, of weird yeah. Stuff. He might just yeah. be a weirdo, and that's cool. which is fine because he's great. great. At it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, like he's really. But it's like connected. it's just like when we talk about Harris Dickerson and like Jacob Lordy and Paul Mescal, it's just like you're not. It's just it's a different level, um, and it's just like they're in different things and they're kind right. of they're they're reaching different demographics and stuff like that. I think, right? But I do think like yeah, he's a phenomenal actor, and I think he's really great. I think he's a great pick for this movie. Um, so yeah, I'm interested to see. I'm hoping we get some new, uh, kind of first looks and stuff for this movie. Um, because it was like a really bait and switch where like the Gosling thing was in production hell uh for a while and like when will this movie ever happen? And then like one day they were like, boom, it's new director, new actor, and it's coming out in October. Like it's happening. Like so really like fast, fast, quick, um, really. Yeah, it seemed it, it seemed like something that might have just been shelved, you know. Yeah, well, yeah. The, it seems like the Abbott thing was like a, they they shot that shit and didn't tell anybody, and then they're like, All right, here we go. Um, so exciting, very exciting. Yeah. Um, I know we have not been following our, our two minute rule very well, but I would like to ask that we don't talk about the next movie for half an hour. Like okay. I know you guys want to, which is Megalopolis. Um, the oh, big yeah. movie <laughs> that this podcast is centered uh, around. I have so much um, to say. I have so much yeah, to say. Um, what do you want to say? That? What do we want to say in two minutes? What is the most important stuff? Two minutes? No, no, we can, no, you can go over two minutes. I'm just saying, we, like, obviously this is the movie that the podcast has been we we have yeah. been anticipating this movie on the podcast yeah. more than any other movie, so it's yeah, yeah, you know yeah. we could talk about this for forever. One of the most ever. important. Well, okay, so what I want to say first is like I, me and Owen talk a lot 
off the podcast about this movie. Um, yeah. But I, but I want to say, like, Kevin, are you are you as excited about Megalopolis as we are? You think? I I do not want to spoil what my top five <laughs> most anticipated movies of the year okay. are for after this section. Okay. okay but okay, okay. let's just say that it is certainly in the conversation. Okay. Okay. Um, okay. I think I'm, it's I'm hard excited. to be like, I don't think I'm as, as excited, excited as excited is like, cause we're just like, this is going to be the best movie of all time. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And I don't it's think hard I'm to ask anyone level. if they're that excited about any movie. Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, that's I how I feel about like Mickey 17, you know, where it's like, sure. I like, I'm super excited for that. Obviously this is like a different thing entirely, but I, yeah, yeah you know, I can't, I can't compare myself to, to your level of excitement, but it's, you know, like, I think this movie is going to be great. I, I think it's very yeah. clearly going to be one um, of my favorite movies of the year. Like I well, have no like doubt. We talked last night, Doug, about the use of the volume on this movie. Yes. And that wasn't something that I was originally aware of. Um, I know Francis Ford Coppola in his late years is really interested in digital and really interested in these kind of weird uh, ways you can kind of use tone and like realism and like warping things. And like uh, when Driver talks about this movie, it's really weird, really bold and like kind of uh, like shooting for the stars really in terms of like an aesthetical kind of thing. And, you know, so, uh, many people like kind of like, I think this is one really funny tweet that I, I like where it's like, Everyone's like, oh, the guy, the guy who made The Godfather is going to be a really, let's see that new movie. And then it's like, he's going to do some like weird, like Star Wars pretty cool shit where like it's crazy digital stuff. I really love his late career movies, like Twix. I think it's really cool. Twix is really interested in like digital skies and all this stuff. Yeah. And I'm just really, a movie that we've talked about on the podcast. Twix really, yeah. That's yeah, an episode we did with Seth. Uh, really fun, kind of messy episode. But really, yeah, yeah, if you yeah. want to listen to that episode, we did an episode on Twix. But Twix has these really great digital skies and really interesting use of digital. And that's on like a very low budget scale. So the biggest thing here is like, we're, it's the movie that he's always wanted to make. It's $120 million of his own money, but that's a huge budget for a guy who's been working with these $5 million things. So he's able mm -hmm. to experiment with his like digital fantasies that he's having in his, uh, his brain with higher technology. So it's really like, this is gonna, I think this movie has a chance of like really pushing forward like the ideas and the ways that we use like this digital tech which is crazy because this man is ancient and this guy made the godfather he's so but old he but he's one of those guys what it seems like it is the older guys the older guys are really interested in pushing the tech you know mm -hmm. it it seems like you know the guys that have been around forever and really understand the craft and really understand what it is to make a movie and what movies they were are. making movies before there were rules you know you know yeah yeah so they are so like fascinated by this tech uh like you know you lucas ang lee cameron you know couple of these guys who are really interested in this tech i think uh, they're they're gonna surprise the people how weird this movie is and how mm -hmm. like kind of ad uh adventurous and bold it gets with its digital technology yeah yeah um and they're, similar to other yeah. movies we mentioned this movie is going to come up on the podcast a lot for the remainder of yeah, the yeah. year until it comes out, you know, similar to what for we sure. said about trap. Like we will be talking about this movie oh, yeah. when we get more news about it, like anything, you know, this, we're this any little, any yeah. little crumb. Man. We're on full yeah. megalopolis watch until this yes. fucking shit comes out. Like we're, I mean, any, yeah. anything then, that comes out, we're like, we're putting a spotlight on episodes on megalopolis. Um, no. so. Well, yeah, well, <laughs> we're going to do something big we don't know enough about megalopolis's release to really even like start talking about it but we want to do something big for it but, yeah yeah we're definitely um, definitely something to watch out for, for something sure. i wanted to bring up 
uh obviously there's the cast right like um mm-hmm. adam driver Aubrey, Aubrey, Aubrey plaza shia labeouf uh what's his name lawrence fishburne um, lawrence fishburne uh Giancarlo esposito natalie emmanuel john boy john boy forrest yeah. whitaker jason schwartzman, schwartzman. dustin hoffman yeah yeah, yeah. incredible uh, what's their Catherine hunters name? in it who was just yeah. great and who, uh, poor the... things grace oh, vanderwall grace vanderwall yeah one America's Got Talent. Yeah, one yeah. America's um, Got Talent. Do you so? Yeah. Do you know how we got Grace award Vanderwall winners on our staff. got? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Do you know how Grace Vanderwall uh, got attached to this project, Kevin? No, I think I, this, told... you were saving this for the podcast. Yeah, right? yeah, you yeah. To tell me this on the podcast. I think it's such an interesting tidbit because so what happened was that Francis Ford Coppola was learn like learning about um, uh, OLED technology, which is like the like the display tech in like in like really high end TVs, right? Um, mm-hmm. And he was just like learning about it, so we like flew to uh, like Germany to talk to some. Uh, it was like a Sony or LG or like like one of like least TV productions that like like make OLED panels. And apparently, like Grace Vanderwall's dad was an executive at one of these companies that he was <laughs> like getting a tour at. Wow! And like they like were just talking, and like he told them about his daughter was like oh like a singer well, or like, whatever. They became like, like family <laughs> friends. Like, yeah, they yeah, just, like, yeah. They're now just like Grace Vanderwall's dad and Francis Ford Coppola are just like now family friends. Yeah, so Grace <laughs> so Vanderwall is just like now Grace Vanderwall, America's Got Talent winner is just like a part of the kind of Coppola tree in a way in terms yeah. of like as a family friend. So her being in this movie is kind of a fun little addition. Yeah, yeah. We don't really fun. know her you know, magnitude or other things. She's playing like a pop star, like um, in the kind of huge world. It makes sense that there's kind of like a musician that exists in this world. Um, she's, you know, obviously probably gonna be playing music in the movie, um, mm-hmm. but we don't really know too much about the role. Um, and Adam yeah. Driver said recently-ish in an inter- in an interview during his Ferrari press run that he uh, that filming Megalopolis was maybe the best experience he's had making a movie. Which, listen, that's it. That's exciting. That's that's yep. a sell, you know. Yeah, that's definitely a sell. Um, are you guys comfortable moving on to another movie? Yeah, 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 we, yeah. we have plenty more to talk about another <laughs> yeah, day. Yeah, but. yeah. Um, okay, our next movie is We Live in Time, directed by John Crowley and starring Florence Pugh and Andrew Garfield. Um, I am interested in this. Uh, John Crowley seems like... I have not seen a John Crowley movie. He seems like he has made good movies. Though Brooklyn had Saoirse Ronan in it and was very critically successful. Uh, I know a lot of people. I know a lot of people like Boy A. Um, oh no, that's not true. I have seen a John Crowley movie. I've seen Intermission, which is a Killian Murphy movie that I watched as my, as part of my long running love for Killian Murphy and and my exploration of all of his movies. Intermission rocks, by the way. That movie is very fun. Um, and I'm sure Brooklyn is good. I hear Boy. Yeah, I think is this great. is going to be solid. I think Garfield and make Lawrence Pugh are, are really great. It's a, it's a good duo. I think. I think this is, it might not be like one of the best things you see all year, but I think in terms of like, if you just want to see two great actors act, I think this is going to yes. be a good showcase so for them. I, interesting. I made a video recently ranking Florence Pugh's movies. And one thing that I noticed that is very clear of all the eight movies I've seen her in, I think four of them are good movies in which she gives good performances. I think four of them are bad movies in which she still gives good performances. She is consistently great in everything that she shows up in, whether the movie is good or not. 
it's obviously better if the movie is good. Like, hopefully this is a good movie where she gets to give a good performance because the fact that even like, you know, last year she was in a good person, which like, you know, like, I'm like, this movie's not very good, but she is, but she's giving like one of the great performances of the year and people would talk about it if it was in even a decent movie, but the movie's just bad. Um, like she can so clearly like elevate a project if it's just a good enough movie. Um, and Something... Andrew Garfield, I think is also great. Something I want to throw out there just quickly is that Benedict Cumberbatch is an executive producer on this film, despite not being in it. Um, That's interesting. What is? Is, yeah. is he have a history actors of do kind of movies? Yeah, like no. actors do kind of do uh, that every once in a while. Yeah, <laughs> once in a while. Everything um, else he's produced, um, he is also in. Maybe uh, he, maybe he was going to be in it. And then dropped yeah. out, and then was like, "I'm gonna still produce this and be like a nice." Oh, well, the age between yeah, him and possible. Garfield is like kind of a little. Uh, they're not that close in age, I don't think. Well, no, a Garfield yeah, but is like forty staying, years old, and Benedict Cumberbatch is like, like they're like, similar types of like. Yeah, you know, sure. they play. They could play similar. Yeah, they obviously similar he's a little earlier. Sure. Well, they kind of have you that, know like, he could have been attached before Florence Pugh was even attached though. Yeah, too, you yeah, know? yeah. Like yeah, yeah. Who knows? I mean, we could actually we could probably figure that out. <laughs> if we did <laughs> um, but i think it's i think it's notable though that he's on as a producer and isn't in the movie though um yeah no i i mean listen like like owen said i think this is more likely a movie that is going to have two great performances and we'll have to see if the movie's actually good but like i i'd be hopeful yeah. for this movie i think it's like a seemingly good director um yeah. next up we have Love Lies Bleeding from Rose Glass, starring Kristen Stewart and Katie O'Brien. Oh, um, of course. I think this movie's gonna be fucking awesome. Like, I I saw the the trailer that they released. I was like, yeah, sign me. Like day one, I'm there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> did you see Saint Maud? <laughs> I did see Saint Maud, which I actually want to rewatch before this movie comes out. I I don't love it as much as some of our friends who really like it, um, and some people I know who really like it. I, I did still enjoy it. I think maybe if I watched it now, I would enjoy it more. So I'd like mm-hmm. to revisit it before this movie yeah. comes out. I think Rose Glass. Rose Glass. Like talk about a director. sick name. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I wonder if that's, that's a, a fake name or not. But um, if, um, even if it is. It sounds like, like she's a... she's British. So that sounds kind of like a like a normal Rose British Glass. name. Like yeah. that's like a, you know. That <laughs> like, rules. That It rules. It like I like when it comes up in that like the text on the trailer. It just kind of like it looks good. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, we talked about this earlier. Kristen Stewart, um, one of our like best working actresses today. Um, what's the? I'm, I'm blanking on the the older gentleman who's in this movie. Ed Harris. Um, Ed, Ed Harris. Harris looks insane. She's <laughs> um, awesome. He's awesome. I really like Ed Harris as an, an actor. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, he's not some guy that I would want to lead my movie, but in terms of like, let's have him do this really weird, freaky thing. That sounds awesome. So, well, let's um, not let let's not forget that. The Abyss was just released in theaters recently, in which he is the lead. And that came out yeah, 40 years and, ago. No, sure, but like, <laughs> no shit. But okay, I'm just maybe saying, like, he's an old ass man ago, now. Like, he's geez, still, dude. it's not like you, it's not like he forgot how to be a good actor. No, <laughs> yeah, I don't think he's a good actor. I'm just yeah. in terms of like, who do I want to lead my movie? It's like, Ed right, Harris isn't sure. like the guy, but like, I think in terms of like, hey, who do I want to be like this supporting role in terms of like weird ass old man i think ed harris is perfect for that yeah you like so, uh, you think you not... like ed harris more than mark rylance yeah what well, seems oh, like and... a similar <laughs> thing well, say i don't know this mark rylance gives me the creeps dude that the i think he's great i think he's great i don't want <laughs> to see same. him 
I don't want to see him. <laughs> Dude, and don't look up. I think he's actually disturbing. I think he's disturbing in that movie. I don't like, that, like what, about, what about bones at all, dude? He's so oh, fucking, like, he's obviously. So but I think like I like it's like you're tempted to like skip over those scenes like it's a sex scene and you're 10. You know, like it's like it's like you're 10. <laughs> you gotta turn the volume you're... down. Dude, yeah, yeah. Like I don't want to see him, dude. I don't want to see Mark Rylands, dude. Um, who knows? I which is the thing that's like I think in terms of Satan in that Terrence Malick movie, he's going to be perfect because he's like the embodiment of Satan, I think. Um, Mark Rylance yeah. is very creepy, <laughs> weird guy. Uh, but yeah, Ed Harris, I think. The embodiment of Satan is crazy. <laughs> yeah, that's, I mean, back to the, seemingly like back nice to the, Yeah, love back to the other Back to that movie. Um, I'm excited for this. Yeah, I think this is going to be so cool. <laughs> I, I, I'm really, I, it's, yeah, I, I, I'm very excited. That trailer got me so excited. Um, speaking of, trailers that got us very excited let's go um, buddy it is, let's it, go, is the, buddy. it is the movie that doug has been waiting for and in many ways me and Owen also we've all been waiting for, for it. yes uh furiosa mad max oh. uh, <laughs> one of the great trailer that has been released for any movie this year um coming out this year so far uh, uh yeah one of amazing it looks so cool i don't know it's listen i love george miller everybody uh should love george miller I, they don't but i love george miller um yeah i listen i love three thousand years of longing i love fury road um have you I, seen I, the older mad max movies no okay <laughs> i will i have seen i have but... seen the second one only from the older ones which yeah because like for a film class we had to watch the second one which is interesting like showing a class the second but i guess that doesn't matter for a film class um so i've seen the second one which i think is really good um obviously i yeah. love fury road I will uh, watch all of them before uh, Furiosa comes out. Um, I think that it's listen, Taylor Joy, oh, one of one of my favorite human beings to ever be born on this on this planet. Uh, uh, Chris Hemsworth, I think, is that's a fucking, crazy thing to say about somebody you've never met. Listen, <laughs> I don't know. out of all the human <laughs> beings that have, that have been born, one uh, of your favorites is a celebrity that you don't know. <laughs> okay, you don't need to read too much into my my, okay. my, my stuff okay. going on. Uh, Chris yeah, Hemsworth is happening into something crazy in this movie. I think this movie is going to be fucking incredible, dude. I don't yeah. even know. Like, well, no, I think Furious is going to yeah. be so cool. I Hook think Kevin. anybody who's I think anybody who's skeptical about the trailer is dumb. Um, not to like be mean, like the, just yeah, the movie's going to be good. Like half people are talking in, about how like the CGI looks Miller. fake, and it's yeah. like, bro, it looks saucy. It doesn't look fake. It looks just fucking have, like just have faith. Saucy. Like like just be just for a second. If you're doubting this movie, just like stop doing that wait until it comes out go to the theaters and and be amazed that you were wrong <laughs> like it's it it's gonna saucy. be great um yeah the, this movie are you excited for this movie owen yeah sure uh, i'm not okay. crazy about it <laughs> well owen doesn't like uh fury road so it's like yeah i, I think, fury, I think fury, road. fury road's fine i'm just like so it's like i'm like oh i'm expecting like something similar so i'm like i'm gonna probably like it to an extent um, I like Anya Taylor Joy more than anybody in Fairy Road. Um, so right. that's something. Um, so yeah, who knows? Interesting, interesting. Also, Surprise me, I'm, George Miller. I'm looking at our list, and you did did you really save this fucking movie for the last movie we uh, talk about? I, I did, in fact. <laughs> I did. I was going to mention it because uh, I think I think it's funny that that we could have made Furiosa the last movie. However. 
in in natural like our podcast fashion we're gonna end by hating on a movie rather than talking about Jesus one Christ. that we like um and also i shuffled the list so i did not pick the order of the, the way we were going to be talking about these movies but the the shuffle has landed on our final movie which is uh david leach's the fall guy <laughs> all right owen cook <laughs> David Leach is the worst working director in the modern <laughs> Hollywood system. <laughs> and Ryan Gosling doesn't give a shit about whether the movie's good or not because he can't tell. He just wants a bag. <laughs> I just, this movie's going to be horrible. Uh, I love Ryan Gosling so much. Like, you have to, like, yeah, he's like maybe the only person who I can just admire whether he's picking good movies or not. Like, I'm just saying, like, at least hate in my opinion. David like, Leach I, as much as. Oh, sure, but, neither do I. But my thing is like um, I don't like to hate him. Train, as though. I, but here's the thing: I'm still I'm on the same turn of the war as Owen. Like, yeah, that's what I was gonna say. I don't like Bullet Train. This is Bullet Train yeah. too. Like, it, you know? it doesn't look like all that interesting. I mean, the trailer looks bad. Um, the I will say the first 15 seconds, the first 15 seconds of the trailer looked like a good movie, and then it became like Bullet Train too. Movie. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like it looks like it could be. It looks like it's the setup for what could be an interesting movie. And even like in the trailer, I feel like Ryan got like when it's just like kind of pitched as like a romantic thing. I feel like Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt have like a nice chemistry in the trailer up until like everything else happens in the trailer. Like I'm like. I could buy a love story between these two people until it becomes a love story that is, you know, that has like this movie as the background of it. Um, I don't, yeah, it's not going to be good, but I, I think if they give Ryan Gosling enough funny lines, I'll, I'll be able to watch it in a theater and enjoy myself enough. <laughs> um, like I could just watch Ryan Gosling be funny. I mean, that's just like a thing that I can do. I, I really like him. Um, yeah, that that's, you know, that's the, that's the last movie that we, that we end on for our, our most anticipated. Before we move on to news, though, we are going to um, first go around and do uh, a bit of a, a sleeper pick for for which you know for my pick. I don't know about you guys. My pick is is on the list that we just went over, but our sleeper pick is very loose rules. We're just just a movie that is going to be a sleeper this year for the people listening to to watch out for. Not so much for us because we're probably excited for the picks that we're picking, but but for the people listening, um, I kind of cheated and and picked two movies because they're sleepers for different reasons. Um, so my my like sleeper that I think has potential to be one of the best movies of the year is Blitz, the Steve McQueen movie. Oh, which I I think like that's like a movie I'm confident will be good, could be could be one of the best movies of the year. Like that's like that's how I'm viewing it as a sleeper where I'm like, I know I'll like this movie. How much am I going to like it? And and I I am of the opinion that I could like it a lot because it has two of my favorite actors and it has a capable director. And the story is seemingly very interesting, even though I don't know that much about it. It's um, not how I approach that at all. This shit at all. <laughs> <laughs> well, th this is my this is my that's why I'm saying I have two different kind of picks here. My other pick is a movie that I'm not confident will be good because I think it could end up being very bad, but sneakily could end up being one of my favorites if, if it ends up not being bad. Uh, that That's how I'm viewing this other pick, which is Project Artemis, which will, the title will okay. be changed. But, you know, Greg Berlanti, who directed Love, Simon, a movie that I absolutely adore, that is like one of my favorite rom-coms I've ever seen. This is another rom-com, so it's like in his ballpark. He can... 
He can do it. He has two actors who I really like. And one of them is Channing Tatum, who I think is just like the best person that you could possibly put in any movie, and especially a rom-com. Um, there's a there's a world in which this is just Channing Tatum doing the same movie he made two years ago, whose name I forgot. Um, like Dog. It could just be... No, 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 not dog. The the rom com I was talking about with Sandra Bullock. Um, oh, oh yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, I, you know, I saw uh, that movie. The Lost, the Lost City. The yeah, Lost like, City. Yeah, yeah. It could, it could just be the Lost City. It could just be another bad rom com, which is why I'm taking a risk on it as like a sleeper pick because like, it's very possible this movie sucks, but it's very possible that this is my favorite rom com that comes out this year and ends up just being awesome. So that's those are my two sleeper picks. Um, Owen, would you like to present um, your sleeper? Yeah. I got. I'm gonna do two as well because I'm gonna do one we talked about when we didn't even mention all day. Uh, okay, okay. Talk about in the lost lands is uh in just in terms of like what people are gonna talk about at all right now and what's gonna be at the end of the year. That's gonna be something that just um I'm gonna be talking about all year. Um and then Hellboy the Crooked Man is something we need to talk about go. all day. And this go. is like talk about sleeper sleeper. Brian Taylor, uh, one of the duos or one of the half of the duos that did the Crank movie. Um, it's relatively lower um, in terms of scale of the last two Hellboys, it feels like, um, in terms of, like, all the actors are pretty unknown. So mm-hmm. that's kind of interesting. Um, I just think that this is going to be a movie um, with some sauce, and it's going to be uh, really fun um, in the terms of just Hellboy is a really cool character, um, and I'm really excited for what this has to bring. We really don't know too much about it. It's already finished shooting. Um, it looks to be released sometime in the later half of this year. And yeah, Hellboy movie from Brian Taylor. Um, my, you know, it's a little surprise, little um, underrated flick there for the 2020 releases. All right. Uh, uh, Doug, do you have okay. your sleeper pick? I'll do two as well, since you guys both did. Um, <laughs> you don't I'll have gonna... to, but... <laughs> no, 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 I will, I will. Because yeah. I, I like what you did, Kevin, where you're like, oh, this is one movie that, like, I think might be the best movie of the year that nobody's that's right. on nobody's radar. And I'm going to do one that I think might like could be bad, but I think it's going to come out of nowhere and be good. So my one and, uh, and I'll do one on our list and one off our list, but um, the one that's on our list that we did talk about today that I think might be the best movie of the year um, that nobody's okay. talking about. And is like not on anyone's radar is memoir of a snail. Um, right. I think, I think that might come out of nowhere and just be the best movie that comes out this year. I think that is possible. Right. Um, for sure. And uh, you know, Eric Bana is in this movie too. Shout out Eric Bana. Shout, Shout out Eric Hulk. Bana. Oh. Shout out Eric Bana. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, and then I'm going to pick a movie that is so off the radar that I don't think any, it's only me that's even heard of this movie. Uh, I'm going to do sleeping dogs directed by Adam Cooper, um, starring Russell Crowe and Karen Gillian, uh, Karen Gillan. Sorry, Karen Gillan. Yeah. Um, it's, uh, it's about Russell Crowe plays a guy who is, um, undergoing Alzheimer's treatment and is forced to grapple the impact of an, of an investigation from his former life after a death row inmate that Russell Crowe arrested 10 years prior starts to proclaim his innocence. Um, oh. it's, it sounds it's, like a fun Russell Crowe movie. Yeah, it sounds like crazy. It sounds like this might it come out like a and be a Crow fucking movie. banger. Yeah, yeah. It, sounds, <laughs> yeah, it sounds really cool. Uh, yeah, so those are my two picks. Sleeper picks. Alright, um, we can quickly... We're not going to do like a back and forth for this. We'll just quickly list our, I guess, top five for ourselves personally, most uh, anticipated movies of the year. I will go first. I have like a bit of a tie, 
at my number five spot, which yeah, is <laughs> between, or, or you, I really should say, <laughs> I should Money say I have a clear, I should say I have a clear top two and then four movies competing for the other spots. So the four movies competing for my other spots this are top six. I, yeah, are, I saw the TV <laughs> glow, which like I said, I saw the TV glow going to be awesome. Uh, Megalopolis, Gladiator 2, and Furiosa. Those four movies competing for the range of three to six. I, I'm probably equally excited for all of them. And then my two most anticipated, of course, like I said, Dune 2 was my most anticipated movie of last year. It is my second most anticipated movie of this year. And like I have hinted at previously, Mickey 17 is my most anticipated movie of the year. My favorite director working with Robert Pattinson. Um, Owen, you're five or six, whatever. Right. Most anticipated. Five is... Um... The, like one of my surprises is in the Lost Lands. I still think that's going to be really great. Uh, then mm. I have O Canada, the Paul Schrader film with Jacob Elordi and Richard Gere. And then I have Hitman, the Glenn Powell, Richard Linklater movie. Then I have Trap, uh, the M. Night Shyamalan movie with Josh Hartnett. And then I have Megalopolis, the Francis Ford Coppola Real. movie. And Doug, your top five most anticipated? There's like three movies that are not on this list that I feel fucking <laughs> weird that aren't on this list. Um, we could like we could like rattle off a couple after if you guys want, just like other stuff that we want to uh, stress. We're very excited for. Yeah, because I am like I like I am very excited for movies that I'm not about to mention um, that both right, of you sure. both mentioned. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, but Mickey Seventeen. Uh, let me. <laughs> oh my green screen's fucking for, it up uh, for the but, for the audio listener doug is holding his hand up and counting down right now but a uh, mickey 17 <laughs> uh then memoir of a snail then nosferatu then furiosa then megalopolis uh at number one yeah. it's i didn't um, mention dune 2 or trap which feels fucking weird and fucked up but i don't but know like you're very excited for those yeah and also in the lost lands i'm really interested in too so i don't know yeah, um, I would say if I was going to do like a, a lot, lot of good movies coming out this year. Yeah, yeah, it's like, going to be a huge year for cinema, for sure. It's it's interesting because there's currently like, I think in terms of like wide re theatrical releases, I think there's like 30 less movies than the previous year because of the strikes, like affecting some of the schedules. So it's mm -hmm. going to be, there's probably going to be less movies for us to talk about, but that's not, you know, obviously doesn't determine quality. It's just... I'm curious how this year will stack up when we get to the end of it because of how many, like last year, I think you guys can agree there at the top of my list for last year, just like a lot of movies I really liked. like the, like a lengthy, like I would say even like top 20, 30 movies that I will be revisiting in the future, like that I really enjoy. Um, so that's something to be curious about, I guess if I was going to like, rattle off like doug said like honorable mentions i mean love lies bleeding was very close to making my list i'm very excited for that one i think i'm also very excited for twisters i don't know like i just have like a weird like feeling that i'm gonna really enjoy that um yeah and and hitman probably because like yeah hitman rocks and and, and also like lot, yeah we have friends that have seen hitman that say it as the, the yeah that's what so i'm saying like, like yeah. I, there's there's a few other movies that were really close to to like like right i'm on the fence about but they're they're and right, maybe like, agro drift comes out this year. yeah maybe agro drift comes out <laughs> who knows if that ever um, one can only out. help yeah we would have talked about it if we had any confidence any, it might any, come out yeah. this year <laughs> <laughs> yeah. any idea. there's a few there's a few movies like that that i that i left off the list because we just aren't really sure yeah. um but yeah. if you want we can we can move on to the news um before we do that of course i'd like to remind everybody 
to uh, like the episode, comment, subscribe, all that good stuff. Follow us on Twitter, join our Discord, rate the episode on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. That follow us on TikTok, follow us on Instagram. Um, yeah, you know, the, all all of the links are. are yeah, there we have an Instagram everybody. now, so um, that will be a new link. That's true. Yeah, um, new link. New we're link. Gonna, we don't have a whole lot of news today because some of the news we actually kind of glossed over already this episode um i guess we'll start with the piece of news that has divided the looks like a movie podcast and might be might potentially ruin it which is that letterboxd is adding (laughs) tv shows at some point later this year um my two co-hosts are are not very excited about this edition let me defend myself for a second right I think I I understand why people don't like this because they're worried about the users that like will be pulled on to Letterboxd as a result of TV shows being added. You guys already don't like most of the people that use Letterboxd. I don't want to. I don't want to open up Letterboxd and see fucking uh, Breaking Bad. But (laughs) but Owen Owen quoted my tweet in which in which I said I like this feature. If you can use it, but you don't have to. If Owen can use Letterboxd without seeing TV stuff, I don't see how this could be a bad feature. Like I don't, like you already they don't. Like got, there's already enough Letterboxd annoying people on too. Letterboxd. It doesn't. It doesn't make Letterboxd a difference. <laughs> like I, I just don't see how this is like that bad of a. We thing. got a. We had a you good can, thing. We did, but it doesn't change. You gotta, you gotta go. You gotta go around and fuck shit up. You know. If you never have to see a TV show that I log on Letterboxd. How does this affect your experience at all? This is a crazy debate. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just saying, like, what, like, what is, like, because, I have, like, I, have I know, to see it. I have to see it. I have to see it. I'm just saying, but you, but can you not agree that if it's in an entirely different section that you don't even have to touch, like, what does that matter to you? Yeah, I mean, make it. Yeah, if it, I mean, if I don't have to see it, I don't have to see it. But I, it's like, yeah, it's like a weird, it I don't. It's conceptually, I just, I don't really know how it's gonna work. Um, I'd have to see. I have to see it. I have to live it. I have to, you know, use Here's it. Here's my thing. But I don't watch. I don't watch. I like lot of my TV totally right separate now. too. I like. I mean, when when I click on somebody's like when I click on Quentin Tarantino's like uh, director page, right? I don't want to yeah. see that the, the, like, the TV episode he directed and shit too. Like, am I gonna see like the one episode? Yeah, of, like oh, sure, but like I'm just interested. Like is that not even like a feed standpoint? Like if I click on your account, am I gonna see? If I go to like what? Like if I just close right, like what somebody's watching is it gonna say? Is it gonna say media all time media that they've watched? It's gonna say what is it gonna say on their like films? You know, people are gonna understand like TV shows and their favorites now. Like yeah, what's people's accounts gonna look like? What are people directors' pages gonna look like? What are actors' pages gonna look like? It's like it's if it it's it's hard for me to see how it completely separate it can be, and unless it's a completely different app. Um, I don't know. It's really just they have to show me how they're going to do it, and then I'll be, you know, sure, fine with it. I, I do really think there's some it. complications just, there. I do think yeah. it's like a hard thing to set up. I also think, on the other hand, like you guys specifically, really only follow people whose opinions you care about, and and a lot of those people yeah. are not going to be logging TV. So like, I don't really think it's going to affect yeah. your experience that I mean, much. The way um, that the letter we have a couple of courtesy works. mutuals. We have a couple of people that we just mutual because we have to. And if you're listening to this and you're wondering, is that me? I'm going to tell you, it's you. you. It's, yeah, it's uh, you. So okay. the, the, the I'm not really worried about the feed That's thing because thing. the way that the listen, the way that the feed works, <laughs> the way that the feed works is you only see the last thing they log. So for me, I'm not really worried about that. Like if some idiot is, keeps logging Breaking Bad, I'm only going to see it once. I'm more worried yeah. about 
the way that the pages are going to look and the way that I, it's going to just change the way the app is. Um, but I don't know how they're going to do it. I don't really don't. Know. Yeah, I think I, I'm like I said, and and this is what I meant when I said it. I think I only like this feature if it's like integrated properly, like if it works in a way that like, you know, yeah. like there's a there's they a, would have there's to a turnout it, where this yeah. is bad. They would have um, to do it where like literally it's like there's a button you click and it's like TV and you click it right. and like it brings you to like you have like a, a TV different section, like a, like a TV. Yep. Yeah, you have like a different profile and you still that see, was something that I was curious that you about. You still follow the same people. OK, but you're yeah. like your top four is different. You have like a TV top four and you have a TV like thing and the yes. directors and the actors have different TV pages that you go into. That's fine. I just don't want it to like be like. Uh, like a thing where like my top four has like movies and tv like it's like a seinfeld and wavelength yeah. next to each other or some bullshit like here's my thing <laughs> i as somebody who doesn't watch as much tv as i used to but i still yeah. i still dip my toes in tv like i still want to watch like the big new shows if i'm interested in them sure. i i cannot use serialized i've tried the app <laughs> yeah. sucks like it, it's just a bad app i can use letterboxd I like the idea of of if it's in a separate section, I can at least be motivated to like keep up with the shows I like watching, like have sure. some, you know, like I I just I like that possibility. Like I like that I went into the jungle. as yeah, Doug Doug disappeared, but we're gonna keep rolling. Um I, I just I like the potential of that where sure. it's like I can keep up with the TV stuff I'm watching. Yeah. I like like if it's just beneficial to me, it will get me to to continue to be invested in TV yeah. stuff, which serialized can't do for me. I'm like, not like a thousand percent against it. I joke online and I get a little yeah. like crazy. Yeah, I mean, see people when your replies were really upset. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. I get a little silly online. I do a lot of joking on Twitter. I don't think it's like gonna like ruin everything. I just it's really how they integrate it because they can. It's like it's just such a big feature that it can just ruin everything. Sure. But they, but I, it, I, I have it faith can be integrated it be integrated well where it won't you know ruin things. I just do think it is like such a big change that it will yeah. possibly mess things up. And sure. I do think the app I, I agree. Is, I, I think, I think the we app have to look out for it right now. But I don't also think there are like minor tweaks they can make the app way better and that they just aren't yeah. gonna they just aren't doing and they haven't they done are never going like, to let people um, reply to comments. Like, like, what are we like <laughs> how is it not like that should be something that you figured out like the day one of the app? Like you should be like able to <laughs> yeah. reply to comments. Yeah. The first time they ever see somebody go at username dash to yeah. reply to somebody's comment, they should have been like, Oh, we need to fix this. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. like, like it's like people have been doing that for five years doing? now. We're adding where we can change the guy like the picture of the actor. Like who asked for yeah, that? Nobody, like, nobody that's a that. fine feature, but we have to like fix the groundworks first. So like I just think the app has potential to be better. And I'm not sure if TV is like the best way to do it. I think it can be and again it can, it can be integrated in a way that is fine. I just worry that it's gonna make the app worse. But yeah, you know, we, it's I all understand. like a wait and see thing. It's all a wait and yeah, see thing. Yeah, I it? agree. We have to see how they're going to do it. For sure. Um, another big piece of news that we don't have to spend a lot of time on because we have already touched on it earlier this episode, which is that Michael Mann confirms that Heat Two will begin filming this year. Um, I have another piece all... of news attached to this. As okay, well, which okay. is that um, in the Q and A last night that Michael Mann did in Los Angeles, that one of uh, somebody we know went to, um, uh, Michael Mann did say at um the q a after the screening um that uh he's considering shooting on film that yeah that was okay. a big thing i was wrapping around twitter people were yeah. so it's interesting whether it's like 
going to be entirely in film. Some people, uh, there was an interesting concept where, because I know like Collateral has like film and digital, um, and this is going to be a movie that has a prequel and a sequel aspect. So it could be interesting for him to use film and digital to kind of differentiate the two timelines in terms of like the past is in film and then now it's in digital. Who knows? It. I, I think, you know, Michael Mann's images are so strong that even though he's, his digital photography is so fascinating, I don't really have a preference necessarily. Like, whatever he thinks is the best way to shoot Heat 2, I'm for it. Um, but I'm interested True. to see if it will be just, like, a, a, a mix of the both. It's it only film. But I think it's an interesting, like, that he's con- uh, thinking about it. Because, yeah. um, no. I mean, we, we talked about that just offline about, the, you know, the difference between film and digital and i think if he wants to do it on film that's that's cool with me mm-hmm. yeah i agree um our next piece of news is what i was hinting at before when i mentioned tom hardy which is a piece of news that i'm very skeptical about and a piece of news that you guys don't care about so i will just ramble a little bit but the peaky blinders movie will reportedly begin filming in the middle of this year um i am really skeptical because i don't think that killian murphy is like there's a possibility that Killian Murphy's not in the Peaky Blinders movie. Like, I don't think he has agreed to be in the movie yet, which like, that's a movie I don't want to watch. I also have not looked into the details of like where in the timeline this takes place, like how it relates to the show. Tom Hardy's character in the show, which is like, like I mentioned, like he's one of the best characters in the show. Tom Hardy's confirmed in the Um, movie? No, he's not confirmed in the movie. I'm saying he's one of the best characters in the show. So like, I wonder if maybe he shows up because like, people love him in that show. I like, I don't know. I, I have always been open to the idea of the Peaky Blinders movie since they announced it like a few years back when the final seasons were coming out. Um, I think it could be really cool. I think it could be a disappointment if they try to make like a spinoff movie that's not focused on Killian Murphy's character. Like, and it's just like the Peaky Blinders universe. If that's the case, I, I have very little interest in the movie. Like I, mm-hmm. What's the possibility of Anya Taylor-Joy being in this movie? Probably pretty low. (laughs) Maybe. I don't know. I mean, like, she's in the final season. Yeah. Um, Yeah, she's she's fine. She her character doesn't really like I mean, she's an important character in the final season, but she's kind of I I, I don't know that she would have. uh, I guess in terms of where the story goes, she might be involved, but I, I struggle to think about if they could bring in the whole TV cast to a movie. Like, like I struggle to think about them getting Killian Murphy and Anna Taylor-Joy and like a Tom Hardy movie or now. They're all way yeah, more like, famous than Peaky Blinders now. involved in it, which is why I'm a little bit skeptical. If, if we get a full Peaky Blinders cast, same people involved with the show, sign me up. Like I'm, I'm cool with the Peaky Blinders movie. Um, next up... <laughs> I, I know Owen's upset. Uh, Jenna Ortega is in talks to star in Taika Waititi's Clara and the Sun. Um, what's going on with Jenna Ortega, Owen? I know you mentioned it earlier. This Owen, episode. what what are you Bad doing? Bad agent. I mean, Colts went up. Colts went up. Yeah, I literally, I like, I was like, fire your agent on Twitter. I was like, I don't know. It's get your bag. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I thought it's, the Wednesday bag was pretty big. But yeah, <laughs> she's, I guess we're she's still going. Yeah, she's like yeah, a man. producer on Wednesday now. Hey, man, like, hey, man. 
Um, it's interesting because I mean, she, I mean, what I know from Wednesday, she was pretty adamant on like, I want to take this serious, and like, I like, she was like telling like the people, I'm not saying this like bad, like these bad lines. So there's there's clearly something there where she's like, I want to be in like something halfway decent. Um, she's also extremely young, so like her career again, plenty ahead of her. Um, people still, some people still like Taika Waititi, so maybe she does like him. Um, and yeah. his work. So it's like it's not like, like in terms of like work with him. Yeah, in terms of like I know he's not good, but it's not something that everyone knows. Um, yeah. So I'm not like it's like okay, another bad movie. She's in a lot of bad movies, so like right. It's not like and she's also, so young. I mean, she's all like, actors are in bad movies. No, I know. But it's like, sure. it's not like someone who was just in a bunch of, it's not like Timothy Chalamet, who was like, he's consistently in like really great movies. And now he's like in a Taika Waititi movie. She's just consistently not in great stuff. So it's really annoying that she's consistently not in great stuff. But I kind of expect that from her right now. Yeah. Um, which is, I mean, you know, it like, sucks, that's what I'm saying. Like, but she's, she's also, she's again, very, very, like it's very, like very young. Yeah, very, young. Um, <laughs> very, very young. Um, I'll, you know, maybe I'll see this movie just for her. But, you know, right. again, Taika Waititi is not um doing great right now yeah uh small piece of news which, uh relates to um, another movie we mentioned on this podcast uh julia garner will star alongside christopher abbott in wolfman um the movie that we mentioned before i, I wasn't really I'm not like familiar with her i um, i think she is fantastic i i would go as far as to say uh yeah so she plays ruth in ozark which is one of my favorite shows and also by far my favorite character in that show her okay. she is she's magnificent in that show like so cool. so good she was in a movie earlier this we year we only that nobody know really those watched. two right we don't know um, any. yeah we only know those two she was in this, this movie, has been uh, shot though right um, i mean it's coming yeah. out October, i mean it's coming out this so year like yeah yeah so probably shot. so i mean when are we gonna get the full cast list for this movie? yeah i don't know um but but the the movie i was mentioning the royal hotel which i i don't know if i mentioned it on our podcast episode that we were wrapping up last week um but the royal hotel was like kind of like uh, a sneaky good movie this year that like nobody really saw that she gives one of the great like leading performances of the year in um i i think like julia garner's really fucking good uh and i and i think if if wolfman is a big movie if like christopher abbott is great in it. I think she will be great alongside him. Like, I think she's really fucking talented. Um, our final piece of news is like, uh, I don't, this is just like a little quote, I guess, to end on because I don't really, it's not the biggest piece of news. But um, Jordan Peele teased his next project, which we know has like been pushed back from its uh, Christmas release date. Uh, he said, I do feel like my next project is clear to me and I'm psyched that I have another film that could be my favorite movie if I make it right. Um, I wish that's this was what that motherfucker that wrote Bright said about Bright. <laughs> <laughs> that's like the exact. We're talking about Jordan Max Peele. Landis? Yeah, we're Max talking Landis. about Jordan Peele, though. We're talking about um, Max Landis. Okay. Okay. Well, I Max Landis on the pod. All right. So I think we were me and Owen were kind of in agreement that like Jordan Peele's trajectory, like like Nope, is his best movie in my opinion. Yeah, like, I feel so, like, like he's only I, getting I mean, better. I mean, I kind of mentioned like... similarly to a lot of people, and that they're only going up. Jordan Peele, yeah. it just seems like he's getting better with every movie. Yeah. So and the fact yeah, that this I'm is his outlook is like what what excites me. Like the fact that like yeah. he sees that, like he has he a clear vision, he and he's, he's like, getting better. And yeah. I always, I mean, it just seems like whatever this is seems like a passion project because when you talk about this, could be my best movie if I do it well. Um, it seems like a movie that he um, probably has wanted to make for a while and is kind of anxious to get going. 
but knows he has to really, really step up his game to make it like amazing. And when I'm talking about stepping up your game from Nope, that's going to be one of the best movies of the decade if that's stepping up from Nope. Yeah. So yeah. No, uh, I mean really, nope, listen, really nope, nope is, is one really, of the best movies. Yeah, that's what I'm <laughs> nope is Nope is really great. Nope is one of like the top whatever movies of the decade. Yeah. So yeah. like I think when the decade nope. ends, Nope will still be one of the best yeah, movies. Yeah, 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 yeah. So Nope is Nope is definitely a note in this decade. So when you're stepping up from that, um, we're talking about, you know, something yeah. major. So if he's able to, you know, he's he's shown it that he's able to keep going, keep getting better. So if he's able to, you know, take it the next step from wherever Nope is, that's something yeah. really special. So I'm really excited I mean, to see what he I'm has. Just... And who knows? I mean, it, we're, probably it's going to be most likely a horror film, but who knows what kind of horror film, what yeah, kind we of don't know anything, who's in really. it. You know, we don't really know anything with this movie. So that's always um, some fun speculation, kind of um, um, exciting news. Yeah, like I just final thing, I'd go as far as to say that if this movie still had its Christmas release date this year, like this is maybe the only thing that could have competed with Mickey 17 for my top spot. Like, like I that's how excited I would be. Yeah, no, this would be one of the most anticipated movies um, of the year for me. Like this would be like my most anticipated movie with Mickey 17. I just yeah. yeah, Jordan Peele is incredible. Um yeah. Agreed. Uh, so we're going to wrap up the episode there. You can join us next week for episode 49, where we're going to be talking about Society of the Snow, uh, a potential Oscar contender, uh, a potentially another new release, maybe. We shall see. Um, and of course, we're going to be covering the Golden Globes, which by the time you're listening to this episode will have aired already. Um, but yeah, that's it for next week. And we'll see you later.